0: When does the show start? Okay, okay. Yeah,
1: let's begin. One,
2: two, three, four.
1: It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense.
2: What's this monkey business going on?
1: This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this.
3: BS. Let's go, you dumb
1: idiots. With
3: Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot.
4: All the time. If I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. And <laughs> Nelson.
1: Classic Nelson. This is the show from the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show.
2: On 98 Rock.
4: Yeah, here it is, Tuesday, the 13th day of February, 2024. Thanks for being here. Good morning. My name is Jason Bailey. Right there that's Nicky D. That is me. There is Nelson. Good morning. Now Kyle, he's sick. And there is a Dougie T. Hello. Yeah. Uh your phone number, 916-909-0985. You can use that to get on the text machine on social at listen to the BS. Give us a like, share, follow. The podcast uh you can always get whenever you want on the Bailey Show.com, the Odyssey app, or our YouTube channel at the Bailey Show. Once again. Party Grodd tickets for Brett Michaels at Thunder Valley. Give those out to you closer to 8 o'clock. We'll do a round of order up. More Creed tickets uh, for you, too, at the Toyota Amphitheater. And we've got, I think, where they take row three yesterday? Yes, they, three is gone. They didn't take it. They won. They won. Because they got to dip into our Creed Cup.
5: Yeah, and when you... When you're, which is a chalice. When you... Uh, <laughs> Get on the list, and we call back. You have to answer in order to win. So there was a little confusion with that yesterday, but you have to
4: answer. Damn right, you got. Well, today's <laughs> today's going to be different. You know, yeah. we, we won't have to do that because we're going to do a we're going to do a thingy thing. So we'll talk about uh, band nostalgia closer to seven o'clock. So if you've got any good st- like a show that you'd want to relive, like we were just uh, talking about this before we went on the air, we played um, <clears throat> a band Defaults, and the song is called w- uh, "Wasting Time," right? And, like, I haven't heard that song in forever. And that, came, that band came—Doug has never even heard the band or the song.
6: Right, <laughs> right.
4: You know, I'm assuming Nikki has no idea what I'm talking nope. about right now. And, Nelson, you're familiar with the band, right? Yes, with default. yeah
3: that's, Well, that was the, really their only hit, right?
4: Right, in the early 2000s. But it, it was such a—I thought an underrated song. It was an early 2000s band. And when I heard that song, like, it was— you know, I don't really pay attention to the radio station when I'm not talking because it's all about me— and so, and so, you know, like the, the radio station was kind of playing and then I heard it and uh, I was like, you got to turn that up a little bit. And I had this nostalgia flashback. I love, I love stuff like that. And when, you know, if you win these Creed tickets and, and again, we've got the Creed tickets and we've got row five through one, you know, row three is gone. So yep. if you win here in about an hour, when you call us. Then, you know, we'll shake the Creed cup and then we'll see what row you, you get. So you could get front row seats. But anyway, Creed's one of those bands, like them or not. You know, they're, they're, it's it's so funny, you know, Creed always got the the heat and, and and the hate for whatever reason they got. the It's the Nickelback effect, even though they were mm-hmm. before Nickelback. Um, it, it was uh, like when you hear Creed, you have a flashback.
5: Yeah, because when yes. we went to the Scott Stapp, Every time they stood up, it was one of the songs he sung from Creed.
4: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And people were into it. Yeah, they were way into it, Mm -hmm. including myself. Yeah. You know, it took me back to, you know, the early 2000s, uh, my own prison, Hard Rock, Orlando, you know, when they were playing the 2,200, 2,400-seat venue at the time. Well, and how about the fact that they're with Three Doors as they're
3: coming through? So, like, you're going to have an opportunity to be – at no farther than fifth row from maybe the greatest pair up that the early 2000s ever created.
4: Yeah. So, it's it's just it's one, you know, the nostalgia effect is is very powerful. You know, we've got mm-hmm. new Pearl Jam that I guess we're playing uh, sometime this morning. And then when you hear that, whether you like it or not, it doesn't matter, it's still Pearl Jam.
2: Mm-hmm. And it
4: takes you back from when you first watched, you know, alive in the video and and Vedder jumping off the the rafters on on MTV, you know, and it, it's just you have no You've got no control. I mean, you've got to be a rock fan, right? You know, you've got to mm-hmm. you've got to have experienced these types of shows and this stuff throughout your life. Which I'm assuming, if you listen to Night of the Rock, you 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 are that person, or you've passed down those stories to your kids, so on and so forth. So, anyway, we'll do all that, uh, you know, here in the next couple hours. Uh, the Super Bowl stuff not over, of course. You still got the hangover uh, of different things and. You know, you always want to know, well, how many people that, that watch the Super Bowl? Was it any, you know, the, the people, were they into it? Yeah, they were. um Most watched Super Bowl ever. 123.4 million viewers. Wow. Ever. Wow. Ever. Incredible. Ever, yeah. ever. And it's, you know, it's not just the Super Bowl. It's not just the story, but it's everything. It's it's the pre-show, it's the halftime show, and it's the after show. Mm-hmm. It's everything. You know, you can't, like, it. You know, my buddy, Scotty K is a radio guy in Chicago. He posted this really good video uh, on social. He does really good stuff on social. And he talked about like the halftime show stuff. And it's like, it's so getting played out where people hate on it. Like I, I didn't, I, that was totally not my cup of tea at all. Like I mm-hmm. could have gone my entire life without seeing, you know, Usher dressed up like he's getting ready to audition for dodgeball. <laughs> I, I could have gone my entire life. But that's not the point. It's not about me. It's about the presentation that they're putting out there for, you know, just the show. It's not even the mass audience. He's not catering to the mass audience. The mass audience does not love Usher, but the mass audience wants to see a show.
5: Entertainment.
4: And they want to be entertained. Yes, absolutely. That's all they want to. Yep. And they want the NWO run-ins. That's what they want. They want to see who's going to run in with a chair. That's what happened. You had all the people run in, Ludacris and all these different people. So... You know, I think that you, you can't just credit the football game for the 123 million people. You have to credit the entire thing from mm-hmm. the very beginning, from Post Malone to Reba McIntyre um, to uh, the Lombardi Trophy ceremony presentation. You know, you, you got to do it all. Uh, it's not just the game, even though the game was good. You know, well, it was OK. It was I mean. You know, it was what it
6: was. No flow, like it, you said. It there wow. was it was a bumpy yeah. game,
4: really bumpy game. I needed points, man. We needed right, more points. Right, there
5: was no scoring. I was like, what is going on?
4: <laughs> I know. Like, you know, when I do my prop bets, it's all contingent on what my game theory in my head thinks it's going to be. And usually I'm pretty good at this stuff way off. Right. Mm-hmm. It, in my head this year, it was all Pacheco and it was all CMC. And that was not the case at all.
6: It Instead, was, it was Travis bumping the head coach. Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. He, he was asked about that. He said, yeah, I went up and told him I loved him.
6: You know? <laughs> <laughs> they
4: they're trying to cover it up. I don't know.
6: Mm-hmm. I, st- I don't think anybody will still know why he was so angry at Andy Reid. <laughs> there were so many great memes, too. The one I saw was like, he goes, hey, we have to win this game or she's going to dump me and write a song yeah. about me. <laughs> That's really good.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you can't go wrong with a Taylor Swift meme right now, right?
6: Right. So, you know, then you get
4: the videos of the upset 49ers fans That are destroying their televisions. Okay. When those first came out some years ago, I bought into it, right? Because I think they were real. You know, I think at that time they were real. I don't know if I believe one TVs are so inexpensive. So I think people buy a $150 TCL to watch or at least have propped up with the game on, right? Just in case their team loses so they can get the likes and shares. I don't know if I believe. That's not the house TV. Yeah, that's yeah, it's not that, the house TV, right? That
3: no. is not the TV you're gonna sit down the very next day to watch whatever show you. You're not pulling up Criminal Minds on that TV. Yeah, that TV's only ever been turned on for you to blow up in a video.
4: Yeah, because it's in like always in a weird setting, right? It's in the garage, mm-hmm. or it's in some you know conference room, or right. it's on the back patio. It's and never, it's never
3: the seventy
4: five. It's, And it's never mounted on the wall No Have you ever noticed that These TV smash videos The TVs that are smashed are never mounted (laughs) Yeah did you take the time to pull it off the mount No you went and
3: bought a $100 cheapie (laughs) Like you said Bailey A TCL and we're going to trash it
6: Or you just picked it up off the road right (laughs)
4: <laughs> or yeah, or, yeah, or you went to like Goodwill, Free. yeah, and yeah. just put it in the other room. <laughs>
3: Maybe you got it in my most honest estate sale. There were two TVs there, oh, but the, there was.
6: The, <laughs> yeah, the, that's it.
4: The one I saw, the one I saw the other day. and I've only seen one for the Super Bowl. So I mean, I I've, I've saw I saw more TV smash videos throughout the regular season, mainly from Cowboys fans. They're like, oh yeah, they're they're like known to be the TV smashers, right? Right. But I only saw one. It was a fairly young guy. And there was like this kind of quasi party going on in this weird room, and the TV was set up. And I'm just kind of breaking down the video, and I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> that's that's a that's a that's a small TV for that size room, right? Uh, uh, and if you brought it in, you would think you would have brought in like a couple different televisions, because mm-hmm. you got you know you don't have a lot of people, but it's a big room, and you got it's it's not it." Yeah, We're not doing this with a 42. I
3: feel like We're not it, running this party on a
4: 42. Yeah, I feel like you're fibbing to me a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think I believe in the, the TV smash. Well, nothing's real, right? Everything on the internet is fake. Right. So I can't believe Most it. of it's staged. Yeah, most of it's staged. But it's not even a good staged.
5: No, it's not. I saw this video yesterday where this... Lady was doing this video where she was acting like she didn't have anything under her towel. And her husband's standing there. The whole video was horrible. He's waiting for her to pull it off so he can, like, push her on the couch. And everybody's like, you guys didn't do that right. Like, that's <laughs> horrible. Everybody, horrible acting.
4: Everybody's You're an better. actor. Everybody's an actor. All right. So tonight's the night where uh, we celebrate Valentine's Day with y'all at Bennett's restaurant in roseville we've got one spot left
5: just one
4: just one spot so if you're lonely you're single uh and you want the spot you get a 98 rock prize pack right out of the gates also uh everyone that's going tonight and that's only 14 people 13 right now uh that uh we've got the um soft wave neck lift from enjoy health and aesthetics in roseville up for grabs like a 1500 dollars value and I guess you can put this it's an it's not invasive it's no surgery involved. I guess you can do it anywhere on your body. So if that's your thing or you want to gift it to someone, which would make a great Valentine's Day prize. It would. We need one more. Single and lonely and you want an amazing meal for Valentine's Day and you want to share it with like-minded similar people in a similar situation as well as myself and Nikki. <laughs> mm-hmm you know uh then you can give us a buzz cuz we only got one spot left 916-909-0985 and i think i'm in your spot if that's you today but i'll be in it tomorrow which will make more sense here but i think i got a solution i think i have a solution to my valentines day problem give us a minute here hang up there's james in roseville good morning to you james Good morning, sir. How you doing? On top of the world, uh, so we've got the Lonely Hearts Dinner tonight at Bennett's Restaurant in Roseville. Remember, there's three locations, but the one we're at tonight is on Eureka. Starting at 6.30, an amazing menu, free meal, but it is only, and we've got reserved room in the back, only for those that do not have anyone to celebrate Valentine's Day with. Is that you, sir? That
0: is correct, unfortunately got uh separation and and now it's just trying to get around like-minded people
4: uh, how long have you been se- separated from your wife i'm assuming
0: yes sir yeah. how long uh, almost a year
4: a year feel good feel bad you upset you're sad why
0: uh, you know, it is what it is we'll just leave it like that <laughs> right. right
4: you got kids involved no sir oh well then there you go you can just cut it off
0: yeah 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 so was it but yeah no i stay in roseville i'm down the street so
4: was it was it amicable or do you you hate each other yeah
3: no 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 everything's all good
4: yeah yeah
3: Everything's all good it's amicable but who asked i would say my divorce was amicable too but i didn't want it to happen
0: i don't want no trouble
4: (laughs) who asked for the the divorce
3: i need right there
4: who asked for the divorce (laughs) you or her she did. Oh,
5: it was mutual.
4: It was mutual. That's impossible. It's never mutual.
5: Somebody has to initiate.
4: It. Yeah, that's the exact word I was getting. Look, mine was amicable. In my first divorce too, but she asked me while she was naked in the shower, which was weird. Oh. So she initiated it. Yes. And I just, you know, I was just like, well, I'm not going to fight this. Mm-hmm. Right. You go
5: along with it's it. You go Same along
4: timing. with it. You know, oh. nothing can be saved if it's lost. So okay, well, I understand, James. You're very prolific, so right there. What, what, what are you what, yeah, right? What are you looking for? <laughs> What kind of, uh, I'm assuming, woman are you you're looking for?
0: Yeah, I mean, something, you know, I I'm, I'm, want to get to know get, get to know people and, you know, long-term, short-term. I just, again, just want to just get out this funk and, and, and explore and,
4: <sighs> and, you know. Why is it with you people, when I ask you what you're looking for, nobody, <laughs> you know, give a description. nobody wants, is this like a, like a politically correct thing where people are afraid to say, look, I want some hot chick with big boobs? No, oh. I can not I j I
1: can't I'm not the one to judge. I mean I'm not hundred percent I don't look hundred percent beautiful, so I,
4: I'm I'm low, I'm open. Yeah, but you have a type. You have somebody that you're attracted to. That's not judging. That's just you preference, know preference. It's called preference. If you're going to buy a car, you just don't take any car. You want something that you like that's oh, I comfortable.
1: Like I, I like it all, baby.
4: Uh, okay, well I'm gonna find you the ugliest <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, amputee. In a wheelchair, that I can find you, and I hope you're happy with that. What the guy doesn't,
3: what the guy doesn't want to do is say, "Look, I only like him five two, brunette, green eyes, with a, uh, a thick, a thin waist and a thick ass on him." And then all it is is a bunch of blondes that show up. And now all these blondes think, "Well, this guy's not going to be into me at all. He's just not trying to salt the earth before he gets there."
4: Well, the, I pro- I'm just hoping they're into me. That's all. All right. What do you look like? What do you What
0: do you got going on? I'm tall, halfway dark and uh, handsome. he said
5: halfway, halfway dark. dark? What does that mean? <laughs>
0: he's a mix. I mean, I'm half, exactly.
7: You You're awesome.
4: Yeah. Oh,
5: okay. He's like the halfway rock. Halfway dark. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like,
4: at Talk first, it was, at first he was making him sound like he's so ugly. Dark.
5: Right. But That's how he made it uh, so sound. There is
4: no mixed Person out there, guy or girl that's ugly. Oh, that's not no. true. That is not true. Not true. You show me an ugly mixed person. I can show you several. All right.
3: <laughs> Relax. Dang. All right. Well, James,
4: you're in, brother. We'll see you tonight, okay? Thank
3: you, sir. All right, thank you. Everyone. We love you guys. All right, all all right. right.
4: hold on for a second. Hold on. hold on. Hold on.
3: Did he say halfway dark to us because we're mostly white people, Nikki D? I don't know why he said I've that. I've never heard a I've never heard a mixed guy ever describe himself other than mixed. Neither. Or black. Well, we're mixed.
4: I mean, like if you put Nikki and I together.
3: We're not together, so <laughs> we're not
5: mixed.
4: <laughs> no, but we're I mean, if we get the right Ebony angle and we walk and by each Ivory. other,
5: we're kind of mixed. Right, that's it. We're Ebony and Ivory. We bump into each other in the rain.
4: <laughs> Tyler in Woodland, how are you, Tyler?
8: I'm good. How are you guys? Good morning. good morning. Good
4: morning. All right, you're lonely for Valentine's Day. What's the story, brother?
8: I just work, and currently, I just travel around in my car. What do you mean? Are you homeless? I car life.
3: Like van life in a car. Car life.
8: So you are homeless. Yes,
3: he is unhoused. Yeah. But he is in a vehicle.
4: Are you 16? (laughs) No, I'm 23. Okay, you sound real young. It's like it's like, did you just get your license? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) All right. So this isn't really about finding a woman, right? You're you're straight? Yeah. Okay. This isn't really about finding. It about finding a hot meal. Right. He needs yeah. something to eat. You need something to eat. <laughs> uh, no. I, I work. All right. Yeah. But I mean, like, so let's just say you like, let's just say one of the single women that we have tonight for for the lonely hearts dinner is interested in you, mm-hmm. and she goes, "Let's go back to your place. What yeah, it, a uh, parking garage? Where, where are you taking?" Trip? It?
2: Well, hopefully she
0: has a place now. He's
5: looking for looking for him with sugar mama. <laughs> he's gonna, gonna crash world. with her. Okay, Tyler. All
4: right, so so far I was wrong. I thought we had all of our spots filled, but we don't. So we've got a couple left here. Um, so so far yeah. this this yeah. So this is what we. So you're in, dude. So we don't have a homeless person. So here here's what we got. We got <laughs> we got we got red hair freckle Mary. We got just once a man Andrea. We got stuttering Ray. We got plus size Kendall, uh, who's a dude. We've got uh Lady Searching Lacey, she's a lesbian. Uh we got stud Stephanie, she's also a lesbian. Mm-hmm. We've got cheating right, husband right. Kristen, who's looking for a guy that doesn't cheat on her. Yep. We've got uh widow Jason, that's a sad story. Uh we've got uh divorce Sean, that's a dude. Uh we've And got, he
5: wants a dude. And
4: he wants a dude. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, as we got a couple dude dudes, right? yeah. Yeah. We've got recently divorced James, uh, homeless. Th- we need some more women. We do. We, need we some had more Lisa. Straight women. Lisa
5: called in and then she dropped off. So Lisa, if you can call back, we can get you on the list. Yeah.
4: So we, I'd like to finish out this roster with some single women. Yeah. And maybe a gay guy. Yeah. That would be that would be the perfect scenario.
5: And though. Tyler, are you down either way? Or are you only into women? Just asking. Were you willing to crash anywhere or what? <laughs>
4: I'm willing to crash
0: anywhere,
3: but maybe just okay. women. Okay. <laughs> Okay, he, you gotta ask. But he, he listen, he'll go the extra mile
4: for that soft warm bed though, you know what I mean? He, he prefers a mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> anybody, anybody like I would hook you up with my friends from Matthew's mattress. <laughs> That's what you need. Just put it on the top. What kind of car do you drive around in? What kind of car do you live in? Uh, it's a Dodge Calibre. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, if if the phones start blowing up with single ladies right now, I don't know what's going to (laughs) work. All right. And and by the way, Tyler, don't be embarrassed if you need to take a doggy bag with you. All right. Actually, I'll make sure you get a little little extra to put in the Dodge Caliber.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, that's nice. Sweet. Sweet. (laughs) Sweet. What do What do you do for work?
0: I work for a restoration company that goes through insurance. Like, if you have like a house fire or flood, Mm -hmm. our company will probably get all your stuff in your house. And we'll just clean it up.
4: Oh, that! Oh my God, that's horrible. So you have to go in, uh, like, you're like, this is no, what a house looks like. Oh, no, not, oh, okay. Not me. Oh, okay. I'm just
0: in the warehouse cleaning it
4: off. Yeah, you probably steal and stuff. And I
0: mainly do, like, their clothing and <laughs> stealing stuff. <laughs> I
3: get fired. Right.
4: Yeah, but you got nothing <laughs> to lose. Everywhere. You're like, dude, this is what goes what in a I house. You know,
3: what do you, do you think is paying for this Dodge dog. Caliber?
4: Yeah, well, Tyler's got everything to put in a house. He just doesn't have the house because he's stolen <laughs> it all out of the warehouse. He's ready to move. All right, Tyler, we're going to put you on hold. Um, I got their
3: info.
4: Okay. Oh, you got your info. Okay. So we'll see you tonight, 6 30. We'll, we'll get in touch with you today and remind you, okay? Okay. That's right. great. Don't don't text and drive. All right. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> don't text and live. Interesting mix. All right. So we got red hair, freckle Mary. Mm-hmm. She's straight. Yes?
2: Yes,
5: she is.
4: Right. We got uh, just once a man, Andrea. She's straight. Uh-huh. We got stuttering Ray. He's straight. We got plus-size Kendall. He's looking for a woman. Mm-hmm. We got uh, Lady searching Lacy, Lacey, lesbian Lacey. Mm-hmm. All right. We got Stud Stephanie. Mm-hmm. These are two, like, dude chicks. Yes. Chuds. Chick dudes. Chuds. Uh, cheating <laughs> husband, Kristen. Her husband cheated on her. I feel bad for that girl. So she's, like, really available. She is. Uh, single. This is the widow guy, Jason. He lost his wife a couple years ago. He's got kids. Very, very sad. I might bring, I might bring him home. Oh. <laughs> just to live with me. I just feel bad for the guy. Uh, recently divorced James and then Tyler, uh, homeless Tyler. Okay.
5: And remember, he was oh, recently that's divorced. That's Sean, but he wants a man. He doesn't want to go back into women.
4: Right, right, right. So, so we just, uh, some single, we got a couple hours to figure this out. Yeah. If do. not, we got a pretty good roster. for we do. But, you know, I'm still in the same situation as I was yesterday, but I think, you know, like I can't back-to-back Bennett's restaurant, right? I mean. no a great place for valentine's day i mean even if you're coming with us or not you want to go they're they're actually you know they've got these amazing specials they got this lobster special this prime rib special. their food's just amazing absolutely amazing atmosphere is great bars great uh servers are great all that's good but i can't you know i was like well do i take you know do i do i pawn this off as valentine's day for my wife tonight uh or is that kind of you know cheating the system a little bit She's
5: cheating the system. She's not so going to go for it. She wants an intimate <clears throat> sit down.
4: But there's no there's nowhere to go. Everybody's booked. I was too late on this. So that that girl that called yesterday that works at In and Out gave me an idea.
5: She did, and Nelson gave you a great place to go with that idea.
4: Where did he say? Mel's. Oh, Mel's. Yeah. Yes. So so I think that I might do one of those things. But do you just roll up to uh, like a fast food place of your choice or like a Mel's type of place and bring your own? Yeah. Tablecloth and mm-hmm. candles and mm-hmm. it's not weird No, no I think you
3: reach out now Like on your way home or whatever Maybe even that day you just say Hey you know I want to do something special for My wife and we really enjoy this restaurant I want to do something different and- all right.
5: You don't have to reach out You heard the girls say the people just walked in and set it up And they all thought it was cute and joined in to help So you don't have to yeah, do but it that was, fast like
4: food. A, that was like an 18 year old man Well I've I, I got I've got a choice now I I'm mean, I'm, I'm going to have to do something
5: I think that's very creative, and the staff there will be into it. All right. well, I think I, it's cute.
4: I got an idea. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag yet, so I want to keep it kind of a okay little prizey prize.
5: A surprise. Right.
4: What was mm-hmm. the girl's name that called the other?
5: Who told us about In and Out?
4: No, no, no. That uh, you said that was on the list. Lisa. Lisa. Oh, that's not. I was going to pick her up. We got a, I think we got a woman on the phone. All right. Uh, first round of headlines. What do you got?
5: I'm going to tell you what state has a new stripper bill and why Kennedy is apologizing for a Super
4: Bowl ad. All right. Two big stories from today. Get your first round of headlines here in a minute.
3: Stand by for news. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for today's top two.
4: Hold on, Nikki D. We've got uh, Helen. How are you, Helen? Hey, what's going on, ma'am? Uh, so are you lonely for Valentine's Day? You want to join us at Bennett's uh, Bennett's Restaurant tonight for our Lonely Hearts dinner? Sure. Is there anyone my age there? Uh, age is just a number, Helen. I have no idea, to be honest <laughs> with you.
9: Yeah, they didn't tell yeah, us but their ages. I won't date the 23-year-old dude that was just on.
4: <laughs> you will or won't?
9: I won't. Why not? He needs a place to stay. Because I have a daughter that's 40.
4: Well, then <laughs> things can get really kinky.
9: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
4: (laughs) I think he's more interested in your guest bedroom than anything else.
9: (laughs) Yeah. I have a twin-size bed in my bedroom (laughs) for that reason.
4: (laughs) How long have you been single?
9: Oh, gosh. 20 years.
4: What? Whoa. Have you dated in 20 years?
9: Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yes.
4: All right. I mean, you're still sexually active, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't know if we were museuming it up.
9: I don't know if I can handle a 23 year
4: old. But- <laughs> Do you know how to lay on your back? I'm sure you'd right. be fine. Uh, all right. Well, look, we've we've got older guys that are going to be there. So, I mean, look, okay. I, let me tell you this. All right, I, I I've been doing this job a long time, and I can I can see through the speakers. Uh, when okay. I picked up the phone, the only reason I knew your age is because you told Nikki when she picked you up to put <laughs> you on hold. But if I if I didn't know your age. I would have been off, you know, and I very rarely am off. I'd have been like, "Oh, this twenty-eight-year-old wants to join us tonight."
9: Yeah, name <laughs> I I I've been told I don't look my age.
4: I I believe oh, that. That's why I'm saying I can see good. through the speakers. You sound like a twenty-eight-year-old non-smoker. I mean, that's exactly what you sound like, and so
9: that's uh, what I am. <laughs> I, see, there you
4: go. All right. Well, we 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 want you at the party tonight, and we're going to put you on the list, right, cool. and and we're gonna we're gonna set you up. All right.
9: Oh, uh, it sounds good.
4: All right, Helen, hang on. You got red hair, I bet, don't you?
9: How'd you know that, dude?
4: All Helens have red hair.
9: Oh, we talked before.
4: Yeah, you're pale white, probably, freckles?
9: N- no freckles. Yeah, I played with um, you in the
4: sandbox when I was in kindergarten. I, exactly I know exactly who you are. I know,
9: I remember you telling me that.
4: Yeah, all right, hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. What? <laughs> you're going to be able to do headlines? What's going on with you over there? <laughs> Right.
5: She Does she remember you telling her that?
4: Uh, first round of headlines. <laughs> thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air five three zero Good Hair. Thank you, Good Guys. All right, go ahead.
10: <laughs> Strippers have rights too. H one. When she found herself strapped for cash, struggling to balance grad school and work, a listing for a job at a strip club paying twenty two dollars an hour.
5: Uh, lawmakers in Washington state are considering legislation that will provide the most comprehension protection for strippers in the U S known as the strippers bill of rights. What this legislation is going to require? That's awesome. Is, That's great. It's a security guard at each club, a keypad code to enter to the dressing rooms, training for employees on preventing sexual harassment and procedures if a customer is violent.
4: But in order to pass the strippers bill of rights, we need each and every one of you to get out to the polls.
5: <laughs> That's good.
6: God. Good one. Oh yeah, that
4: was good. (laughs) That is really good.
6: (laughs) I was down in San Diego 20 years ago. They actually unionized 20 years ago.
4: Yeah, I mean it's a job. I mean, you you get taxes. Well, for the most part, you're well. You're supposed to get taxes taken out or pay taxes. So what what is it that they want? They want like security, they want a couple of different things, right? Yeah,
5: they want a security guard at each club, keypads sure. on their dressing rooms, they want training for employees, there you go. um procedures put in place for unruly customers and things like that. And the bills already cleared the Senate, it's on its way to the House.
4: Yeah, there's well, I mean I, as goofy as it sounds, it's a job and they, you know, they have rights. It's it's a legit job, you know. There's no judgment here. I love me some girls that dance, you know, so.
5: It's for their protection, too, because a lot of strippers are saying, like, when they complain about things like that happen to them or violations, then they get blacklisted in the industry and they can't work.
4: Let me tell you, uh, early in my career, I lived at strip clubs and being in this business in rock radio and so on and so forth, did a lot of broadcast and had relationships at strip clubs and it. it some of the best stories I have come from strip clubs, whether mostly good, very few bad. But there was one night there's a, 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 a it was more of a bikini bar. It's called Lollipops in Daytona Beach off A1A. And I lived at this place and uh, and I had full reign. You know, I, I could go anywhere I wanted to. And so and I knew most of the girls and I remember going to the back, you know, it's like why again do we have a dressing room at a strip club? So I go into the dressing room to see some of my friends mm-hmm. and you know, people are naked. That's just, it is it's no big deal to me. And so I'm walking back there. This girl, she was new full out on me. Like, what are you doing back here? It's a dressing room. I'm like, you're literally up there with your, cl- like, does it really matter? You know, and she I, I just the whole thing I thought was very the irony of the whole thing was kind of funny <laughs> that she was so angry. But I guess, you know, she didn't know who I was and just some weird guy back in the dressing room and whatnot. Right. But, you know, to the point of the bill is, yeah, you sh- you shouldn't have weird dudes like me walking around in the dressing room. Nope, yeah. it should be locked. <laughs> right. You should have security and so on and so forth. So I hope they get it done. All right. Second
2: one.
5: Robert F. Kennedy says he's sorry. H2. One Super Bowl ad generating
10: controversy promoted Robert Kennedy Jr.'s run for president.
5: It was $7 million that was paid for this Super Bowl ad, and the reason why uh, he had to apologize was because some of his family members were upset with the video, because when you watch it, it is very old school, and it's a ripoff from John F. Kennedy's presidential ad and how it ran, even a little jingle and stuff that played. And they used
4: their faces. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah and the, they had the little hats and all. so yeah it was inappropriate I would say and uh his cousin Bobby Shriver says that Shriver. I guess some Shriver, Shriver. some of his views and things that I guess he believes in are things that his mother wouldn't believe in so
4: Well yeah pissed. his 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 views do not align with the Kennedy views. Mm-hmm. Uh at all you know for the most part i guess or you know so it, but i'll tell you this he had that apology ready to go oh
5: absolutely that
4: that apology that he put out on x was written before he needed to release it he knew what he knew was, he was wrong he well i don't think it, he thinks that he's wrong he just knew that his seven million dollars would stretch with an extra day or two of publicity if if he put that out there, he mm-hmm. knew he was going to rub people the wrong way. Right. Without a doubt. You know, and
6: guess what? We're talking about it right now.
5: You know, and, and, and he didn't take it down. He apologized, but he didn't take it down.
4: Right. I, I I said this when I saw the ad during the Super Bowl. I said, you know, I was like he was the only political candidate that had an ad. Right. And I would I if I were him or if I were running, especially a third party like him, I would have inserted myself in another brand. I wouldn't have just been about me. It, mm. I would have been. I would have been. I would have been Beyonce for Verizon, sending votes down from space. Yeah, you know what I mean. I would yeah, have been a little, a little bit more clever. All right, uh, what show concert would you want to relive? Let's talk a little nostalgia because we've got these Creed tickets to give out, and you could get row five, four, three's gone, two or one. So if you win, we'll go into the Creed Cup. So I want your best concert experience. So much so that years later, something happened there that you'd want to relive. Possibly at a Creed show. This Creed show. Because you would be reliving possibly a Creed show from 20 years ago. You know, maybe even Three Doors. Who's with them, right? 916-909-0985. You can start lining up now. Do need to give out these Creed tickets here. Uh, We'll have that conversation here next. Hang on. The stream is up on the Facebook, the BS Facebook at... The uh, At Listen to the BS, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what it is on Facebook. Also, the 98 Rock Facebook page. Thanks for being here. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nick D. There's Nelson. Uh, There's Dougie T. Creed will be in town with Three Doors Down and Finger 11. I forgot to mention Finger 11. That's a very cool band. Cool guys. Uh, September 1st, Toyota Amphitheater. And we've got what we're doing all this week is we've got the tickets will be the first five rows. So when you win... You will uh will go into the creed cup, this chalice of the Lord, and uh, it's got the different oh, rows in it. So third row was yesterday, and and you know I was thinking about this last night with you know creed, uh, and Nikki D brought this up earlier. Is like when we went to go see Scott Stapp when he was here at Daltry not that long ago at Thunder Valley, at uh, the venue. Uh, it, as soon as he started to get into those creed songs, you just get hit with that nostalgia, and mm-hmm. and it, it's really amazing when you go. It's such a powerful. Emotion, right? That's what it is. Nostalgia is an emotion, right, Nelson? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's such a powerful emotion. Like it, your 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 body just goes back, you know. And you know, coming from Orlando, where you know Creed, I, I know they always claim Tallahassee is where they started, and they did technically. But when Jeff Hansen signed him their manager, he was out of Orlando, so they relocated. Tremani's is an Orlando guy, flips an Orlando guy, so on and so forth. So you know, they're they're an Orlando band at the time. You had Matchbox Twenty, you had Seven Mary Three. You know, of course, you had the boy bands that came from there as well. But they were playing the small bars. They were playing the smaller venues at the time, like the Hard Rocks and the House of Blues. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'd go and I'd see them, especially being in the industry. And it was good. It was just a concert. Now, you know, 20 plus years removed, you go back and you see a Creed show. You're going to have that nostalgic moment. You're going to relive that concert moment from Creed, a Three Doors, or even a Finger 11 that you possibly saw at like a festival or something Mm -hmm. like that. So my question for you is, what show would you want to relive? And the best story, I'll give you these Creed tickets, and I can tell you, you know, there's a few of them for me. But and we have new Pearl Jam for you in about an hour. It's called Dark Matter. Their 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 next album. I think it's their 12th studio album. But uh, the the Pearl Jam I saw in South Florida when I was in college, and it was That's the wild. And it, and the story was, you know, it was the typical road trip with the the you know. The meathead fraternity guys, hat backward, bowl kind of haircuts. We had the uh, plaid shirts wrapped around the waist. We all pile in the the car that you know may or may not make it all the way. <laughs> We've got very little to no money amongst all of us in the car. We stop off at a buddy, uh, his house. Is, he's from you know it's like Fort Lauderdale, or West Palm. And his mother made us food, and that was like the only food that we had because the rest of it we were spending on beer.
6: I was gonna say it's all about the beer, you know. And we get there,
4: and it's an outdoor fest, it's an outdoor show, and Eddie, you know, climbs the scaffolds just like in the in the video, and you know, and it was fun. Um, and 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 you know, I I I don't think I've seen Pearl Jam since uh, since that show. Wow. You know, just haven't had an opportunity or or haven't gone or whatnot. But I guarantee when I go and I see it, but even when I listen to Pearl Jam, like I've heard this new Pearl Jam and, you know, like it or hate it, it's still Pearl Jam. Mm -hmm. And every time I hear Pearl Jam on 98 Rock, I think of that concert. And that's what music does to you. It takes you back. It gives you that nostalgic moment. We're talking about we played Default leading into the show this morning. That's not a big band. That song was Mm -hmm. not a huge song wasting time but when i heard that that took me back to 2002 (laughs) you know playing that on the radio or seeing them at a smaller venue paired with like filter or you know soil or those types of bands uh and that's the good stuff you know i mean with all the bad in the world you know if you can have that nostalgic moment through music it's it's pretty cool you know what i mean Mm -hmm. kevin in galt where's galt at
8: uh, it's by kind of by El Grove, you know, by Sky River. Okay, you know, it's like ten minutes past that.
4: Again, still so, new to the area, hearing new names, so I appreciate it. All right, what yeah, what, no what was the show? What was the year?
8: Uh, it was like 97, 98. Yeah, um, long time ago. Um, I was like sixteen, seventeen. Mm-hmm. Um, my buddy he lived in Mountain View. Is that Shoreline Amphitheater? I don't know if you've heard of that one yet. Not um, yeah but I took a bus all the way out there to his house, stayed at his house. We rode bikes to the concert. Um, it was just awesome. You know, we went in, you know, we got some weed from, you know, some Mexican dude, because it was like mixed Mexicans and hippies, you know.
4: Um, what was the concert? So the- Did you say where the concert was? Mm-mm.
8: It was Santana, Santana, oh, Santana nice. and and Los Lobos.
4: <laughs> yes,
8: wow. it was it was awesome.
4: All right,
8: so yeah. you know we got the weed, I rolled it, I went in the bathroom and I rolled mm. it up, and we had seats. Uh, it was probably I don't know seventh, eighth row back. Yeah, and we you know we were smoking, and he was Santana was just sitting on stage smoking a cigar the whole time.
4: And what 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 today? you know, 20 plus years later, what today gives you that nostalgia when you hear Santana on the radio or when, oh, when yeah. yeah, it just takes you back to you and your boy high at the Santana Los Lobo show in 97.
2: <laughs> yep.
4: Yeah. That's the good stuff. Right. And, 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 oh, and, yeah. and out of all the shows you've been to Kevin, that's the one that sticks out. Right. Because probably that oh, night, yeah. everything was perfect the weather was Mm -hmm. perfect, the music was perfect, you had your boy with you, you got good weed, you had the perfect high, you had the perfect amount to drink, you got home safe, everything was Mm perfect. And that's the other thing that goes into that reliving that concert moment is not by design, just by hope, that you hope everything is perfect that night.
7: Yep, it it was.
4: And and even the non-perfect things, the imperfection makes it perfect. Yep. As long as you live. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You got to live. All right, brother, we'll call you back if uh, you get the tickets. That was a good story, though. Thank Uh, you. All right, Thank
10: you. You
8: guys have a great day.
4: You too, sir. It was good. I appreciate that. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, Keith in Auburn, how are you? I'm doing good. What's the band or the artist in the year?
7: Uh, It was uh, Willie Nelson. Yeah, Willie. And it was... I oh, late 80s. I was a kid. Yeah. It was it was a summer worth, summer's worth. Uh, we started out in Houston. ended up getting on stage with him. He autographed my, uh, my shirt and my, my poster. And then somehow my mom decided we were going to start following him around Texas for the rest of the summer. We ended up in Austin and San Angelo. We slowly became uh, friends with his neighbors that were uh, in the movie with him. So we ended up getting backstage. And it all was good. I mean... We partied with them. I mean, as much as you could party at like 10 years old. Yeah. But then there was a uh, reliving that whole summer would be amazing. But then there's that one point at the end that just needs to be re, re- raced where uh, we became good friends with the neighbors. So I ended up staying with the neighbors for a couple hours. But lo and behold, I'm watching my mom walk up onto Willie's tour bus, pull her boobs out. <laughs> he had a sign in the window says you want to get on the tour bus show your boobs she pulls her boobs out and left me with her uh, neighbor for what seemed to be an eternity <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, don't know what happened on the tour bus never been told to this day uh-huh. do but you, uh, do you have ruined concerts for me for a while it was a great summer up until that one moment Hey Keith, so...
4: Keith can I ask you a question do you have a brother by the name of William Jr.
7: Right. <laughs> I do not.
4: Okay. So so you <laughs> followed Willie Nelson around Texas with your mother, who was a huge groupie, right? And I say that I respectfully. to be that way. Yeah, respectfully. I'm not Band-aid. trying to upset you. That's yeah, what she,
3: Almost famous called them, Band-Aids.
4: A Band-Aid, right? So your mother <laughs> was had a mission, and she just, was it that she couldn't find a babysitter? Did you not have family, or did she want you to experience the road? Was she kind of a hippie? <laughs>
7: I don't know how it started. I mean, we just had tickets to the one concert in Houston at the amphitheater. And after, uh, I think it became like after I got on stage we bumped into his neighbor, we started talking to them. Uh, And then, lo and behold, we just ended up following him around.
4: Yeah, Willie Nelson nailed your mother. That's wild. (laughs) That's you awesome. Can't even be mad at it. Yeah, right. You're not upset know, about right? that. Yeah, I mean, why would you erase that last part? That, I mean, I know it's kind of weird at ten watching your mom get no, nailed. Now, yeah, yeah it's,
7: it's fine now. After that, she was like, "You want to go to concert? Said, no,pe not no. at all, man. <laughs> <laughs> not with you, mom. I'm not good, man.
4: <laughs> yeah, if you if your mother asks to go see Guar, say no. Right. Man, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, did, no. Did, is your mother still alive?
7: Yeah, yeah, she, is. she lives in Texas still.
4: Okay, well, of course she does. Uh on yeah, Willie, Willie's <laughs> compound. D- does, does, did she tell you the full story of what happened in the tour bus ever?
7: No, I've never to this day heard anything more about it. Do, I don't ask. Don't yeah. ask, don't tell, man.
4: Do you think that, I mean, we'll, we'll get this bit over and done with and stuff, but do you think that we, we could get a hold of your mother mm-hmm. and get her on and see if she'd tell us the story? Because that's a phenomenal rock and roll story. Yeah.
7: I can try.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to put you on hold. Nikki, I know you got to be in the other room, and I'm sorry for that. Hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. What a great story!
3: Oh my God, it's legendary. Love
4: what that. a great story! Yeah, that's like the time where I was almost the stepson to Brian Johnson of AC/DC. Right. You know where where your he, mom had to drop the ball. He hit on her uh, at the at the mattress section at Sears, and she had <laughs> no idea who he was. And I was like, Mom. Like you gotta throw it. I mean, you've thrown yeah. it at all these other guys. Why not throw it at Brian Johnson? Yeah, a guy with some real money. And she and he was wearing an ACDC shirt. I mean, what else do you need? And he had the hat. And she and she and she said, you know what her her, her she wasn't interested in him. You know why? He was too short. Uh, he is a little guy. He was too short. He was yep. too short. Uh Andrea and Citrus Sites, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, you want to go to the Valentine's Day dinner? Can I put you on hold? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to mix church and state here. Hold on. (laughs) Church and Uh, state. Helen in – this is Helen again, redheaded Helen.
9: Yeah, I want those tickets.
4: Okay, so you not only want a free meal and a guy with the dinner tonight, because you're already in for the Lonely Hearts dinner at Bennett's Restaurant in Roseville, but you've got a good uh, show that you'd like to relive story, huh?
9: Yeah. I can't wait to hear
4: this. What what was the band and what was the year?
9: Okay, it was – probably between 85 and 90 Mm -hmm. and um there was living color guns and roses and no rolling stones at the coliseum Mm -hmm. in la okay wow and before we went in took a couple of um tabs of acid
2: Mm -hmm, of course
9: (laughs) and um you know, Living Color never knew the band before, but now one of my favorites, and I remember seeing them, mm-hmm. but after that, I don't remember. My sister uh-huh. said I was making out with all these people. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um,
4: and we believe her.
9: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. and, um, we were getting home, and she's trying to find me. She can't find me. Finally, she finds me, and I have soda poured all over me.
2: Uh huh.
9: So sticky.
4: Are we, are we sure I the could sticky, love sticky love to was soda? It and watch oh God.
9: Guns and Roses and the Stones.
4: Mm-hmm. So, so Helen, let me understand this. You you want to relive? a concert from the 80s that you don't remember.
3: <laughs> yeah, like you only yeah. got s- 25% of the whole show.
4: Yeah, you 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 don't even remember you don't remember you definitely don't remember Ro- the Rolling Stones. You don't remember Guns N' Roses. I remember. You vaguely remember <laughs> Living Colour.
9: No, I do remember Living Color. Yeah, yeah, that's
4: what I said, vaguely. I that's what the word
9: means. barely remember the
3: um, Guns in Roses.
4: Barely oh, remember.
3: she's saying she all the way remembers Living Color, and that's where
4: you're, you're incorrect. And you don't, yes, you don't remember tongues in your throat. Mm-mm.
9: Don't remember.
4: You don't remember how you got soda all over your body. Don't remember. Don't remember, but you want to relive that. You know, it's really easy. With these other stories, A lot more difficult, but with your Mm -hmm. story, it's really easy to relive a moment that you can't remember. Yeah, just a couple of Tebs <laughs> of acid away, apparently. <laughs> like, yeah. you, you just need to go He's to your dealer. Take
3: the acid.
4: I tell you what, you win these Creed tickets, you call us back the next day and say, I've got a story about Creed last night. I don't remember there a thing. <laughs>
3: Finger 11 was great.
4: <laughs> I kind of remember a little <laughs> bit of three doors down. <laughs> All right, hang on, Helen. Don't go. She anywhere. doesn't want nostalgia. She wants a redo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what she wants. <laughs> she wants she wants a redo of that <laughs> hey. I don't give an F moment in life. <laughs> Bless your heart, don't we all? (laughs) All right. uh, Bill and Christopher, we got some more uh, calls on this, shows that you want to relive for these Creed tickets. You might get front row. We got to go into the Creed Cup. Fifth row is the worst you're getting, so that's not bad. Then we've got Andrea, who wants to join us tonight for our Lonely Hearts dinner. So I want to get all this in here in just a minute. 916-909-0985. Hang on. Let's take a couple more of these and then give out the tickets to see Creed, Three Doors, and Finger Eleven. Which show would you want to relive the nostalgia factor? Chris in Sacramento, good morning to you, Christopher.
0: Good morning.
4: Good morning. What is the band slash artist in the year?
0: The band was Kiss, and I'm thinking back, I think it's like 2010, 2011. It was just after I graduated high school.
4: Yeah. Was that the tour that they were with uh, Poison?
0: I think Poison, I, I thought it was Poison and Death Weapon, but uh, definitely Poison for sure.
4: Yeah. I, I, was, I remember that tour and I was driving to the show from Orlando to Tampa. And while I was on the way, somebody actually, I was listening, I think I was listening to the radio and I said it was canceled. I was like, that was the only show that I've ever gone to. And in the middle of driving over, it'd be, it'd be canceled. Oh. <laughs> and I had never seen Kiss and I have never seen Kiss. Dang. That was my opportunity. Anyway, why would you want to relive that show?
10: Well,
0: there's a, I mean, besides the band being amazing, there was a lot of things that just, you know, happened that day. It was as soon as we get there, I remember it was me and my dad, we used to go to concerts every summer, and this was like the start of them. And so we we were heading there. As soon as we arrived in the parking lot, I already knew it was going to be good because we, you know, we're with a bunch of his friends, you know, older, um, older friends, some older women, and everything. And someone jumps out in front of us flashes us. Yeah. We keep going. I'm like, it was the first time that's ever happened to me. So, of course, I was a stat- I was, ecstatic. I was we get there. Kiss gives an amazing show. I remember seeing Gene Simmons flying on a little system out to the middle of the crowd. It was, you know, they had all the pyrotechnics, probably, like, definitely one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Yeah. But where it kind of got all crazy for me is one of his older friends kept hitting on me the whole time and was all over me. and was oh. drinking and... And then we were bringing, you know, when we were all going home, my dad's like, "Hey, you want me to take her home on the way back?" And I'm like, "Nah, I'll, I'll take her home." And you know, the rest was history, and I'll never forget that night for sure.
4: <laughs> so you got laid.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And and you, she was how old?
0: Uh, well, I know her son was older than me. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> That's
4: and you were and you were 16, so she was probably in her early 20s.
3: I, I just
4: turned 18. I was going to say, yeah, that's funny. We can laugh about statutory rape, you know? I mean, that's like... <laughs> oh, I always assumed
3: he was an adult in this scenario. <laughs> oh, is that what
4: you assumed? Uh-huh, yeah,
3: yeah, I always assumed he was a legal adult.
4: Rock and roll is different yeah. with consenting adults, or mm-hmm. consenting people, I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you described, Chris, just kind of gave me goosebumps, because the way that you, you told that story, which was very, very well, by the way, is that's that's what I, that's the good stuff again? I talk about this good stuff when you have the nostalgia factor. Everything was perfect, even the imperfections in your story in that night at that Kiss show were still perfect, and it ended perfectly and not ex, and unexpectedly, right? So everything about that was awesome. I could see why, you, but you'll never relive that concert. By the way, just to let you know
0: yeah i know i mean I was, I was still wet behind the ears i didn't know what was going on in the world especially with women and i was like oh man this is happening and so
2: yeah all right well
4: uh hold on for me chris all right uh let's see bill in auburn how are you good how's it going today guys good sir all right what is the band slash artist in the year
1: okay by the way i'm a first time caller to the show and i'm loving this segment uh the band was van halen and it was their 1984 tour at the cow palace in san francisco
4: oh it's all about babies and cigarettes brother that is great all right so you go and the the, and you were how old
1: um i was 24 at the time
4: okay and and why do we want to relive that moment
1: well um it's It's the concert that stands out in my mind the most of all of the thousands or millions that that I've been to for several reasons. Uh, I had a young woman with me who has now been my wife for 37 years.
2: Congratulations. Um, That's great.
1: uh, Thank thank you very much. My sister-in-law accompanied us, and my nephew went with us, and it was his first concert. And I don't know where to begin to tell you all the things that happened, but it started... Uh, in the parking lot with a barrel that was circled off just an oil drum so people could throw their glass at it and not strewn it all all over the parking lot and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So people were taking shots at it like it was a basketball court. Um, Since since we were at the Cow Palace and it was windy over there, a young woman in a jumpsuit uh, got got into an outhouse because she had to go and during a wind gust, the door blew open and her jumpsuit was down and (laughs) the door didn't shut so she had no choice at some point but to stand up suck it up and reach out and shut the door and, <laughs> and she, she she stayed in there for what seemed like ever she she finally came out she had a hand over her face and everybody cheered as she walked back to whoever it was that she was hanging out with they yeah. gave her six and and you
4: and you know what's uh, you know what's funny bill is like an 84 that camaraderie at a rock show, unfortunately, in 2024 doesn't exist. What you would have now is a bunch of people with their phones trying to yeah. post pictures and embarrass this woman versus just saying, this is rock and roll and this is good stuff. Isn't that sad how times have changed, you know? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, you know, it really is. And and I completely get your vibe because what you just spoke to, um, I, I I can give you another little segment. You know, we get inside, we're in our seats in the second deck, and this girl pukes. Okay, down, down on the floor. So they leave her there for a while as people are milling about. Someone finally stops to aid her. Another guy walks by and decides it's a boxing match. So he starts counting the girl out as though she had been knocked down. <laughs> he gets the tin and throws his hands up in the air as though to say, that's it, fight over. And he takes the dude helping her and he raises his hand in the air in victory.
4: That's great. Well, so, how was the concert? Was, was Van Halen great?
1: The concert was phenomenal. They they played for a good probably two hours. They played all their 1984 stuff as well as their old stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, Ed, Ed, just Ed on point, Dave on point, Al, Mike. Just, just ph- phenomenal things. But one other little thing that happened about three songs in, this concert was in June, so everybody had fireworks. And some knucklehead thought it was a good idea to chuck an M80 over the stage <laughs> while Van Halen was playing on fire. Eddie got mad, flipped a bit big middle finger into the air and he walked off the stage for a second and dave said some things that i won't repeat on our family-oriented show here sure. and basically said, take that so-and-so and bring him up here to me everyone let out a big rousing chair and the night w- with um uh went off un- 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 unhitched after that uh with not so much as a firecracker being blown up and it was just a phenomenal evening hey just, bill just amazing. bill I- i'm
4: gonna put you on hold can i just tell you this I- and i appreciate you listening and I-, and I appreciate this the first time you're calling call anytime I absolutely love your passion for this story. Absolutely, oh, yeah. this is what it's all about. Like I mm-hmm. see, here's the thing, and I've told my bosses I hate playing music on the radio, but I love talking music. I <laughs> love talking. I just, I just I just I just want to talk about. it. I don't want to play it, but the, I love hearing the passion from people because concerts are just it's it's like a it's a it's sacred ground, man. It's hallowed ground. When you go to a concert and the stories that you have every single time, I just hope that, you know, the younger generation, when you go and see shows, it doesn't have to be different than Bill's story. Just embrace everything that happens, like soak it all in everything from the girl in the porta potty to the guy counting it out to the M80 to the, you know, whoever the guitarist is on up on stage, not ever going to be an Eddie Van Halen, but just whoever the guitarist is doing whatever it is. So, Bill, I'm going to put you on hold. Thank you very much for the story. All right. Okay, guys. Thank you, bud. Good. Did you hear that, Pat? I love that, Pat. Yes. That's great. He gives me goosebumps. Mm-hmm.
3: He put me right back there in the concert with him.
4: All right, last one. Kevin in Stockton. Uh, how are you? Good. How you doing, bud? Good, 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 good. All right, what is the band in the year?
1: The band was Candlebox. The year's about 1993 or 4.
4: Love it. You. Yes.
1: Yeah. I'm in a small venue. Probably, I don't know, probably about 300 people there, maybe. Uh-huh. And uh, I was a bartender, so I go up to the bar guy I say, Man, give me a bottle of Bud unopened. He goes, What? I says, Give me a bottle of Bud, Bud. Put it in my back pocket. I walk right up to the stage and I'm dancing and I hand it right to Kevin, the least here cattle box. He looks at me, looks mm-hmm. at the beer, pops it, drinks it, and says, right on, right? So we're pouring all night long and the concert's over. They're leaving. And I, Hey, what do you guys drink? He goes, We drink gold. I said, Let me get five shots of gold. I got it on my hand and I take the bouncer and grab him by his face. And move my I'm, I'm with Candlebox. I'm security. Walk back party with Peter, the guitar player. Yeah. Kevin, the singer.
4: It yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Martin's a friend of mine. And what, Candlebox is one of my favorite bands of all time. Uh, I love, love, love Candlebox. And I love Kevin Martin. Uh, so to be able to have that story from 93 when it was a different Kevin Martin when he was drinking, right? You know, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, was, it was a different day and age. And you had good times. So, all right, brother. I'm going to put you on hold there. Hang on. Don't go anywhere. All right, we got to find a uh, winner. And, by the way, Nikki, thank you for screening calls, and you weren't a part of these segments, and right. it sucks, but that's just the landscape we live in, unfortunately. And she, she gets mad at me when this happens, and it's not my fault. It's Doug's, mm-hmm. fu- it's Doug's fault. My
6: fault. Right. Yeah. It's,
4: it's Doug and mainly Nelson's fault. Right. <laughs> Never my fault. <laughs> yes. All right, uh, so I don't like to pick winners, but in my head I've got a clear-cut winner, even though they were all great. But, Nelson, if you want to go ahead and do it.
3: Uh, yeah, you know what? He came in strong, uh, and, uh, I just got to give it up to what I felt like was a perfect night in that young man. Now an old man's life. Uh, Chris is my pick from the, the kiss, uh, the kiss concert where he got laid from the friend.
4: Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. Nikki, do you want to play or do you want to stay over there? Who do you like? You want to
6: refute that, Nikki?
4: Uh, that was, uh, I was a good story, but I didn't see that. Doug, you want to play?
6: Um, you know, I'm going to stay out of it.
4: Because you don't remember any of it. Well,
6: I don't remember a lot of it, yeah. We
4: need to work on your honesty (laughs) on the radio. I know that's not your forte over there, the classic (laughs) rock thing. Everything's fake, but you got to be honest. If you don't, you do not remember a story. You just got to say, I don't remember a story.
2: Like, Kevin was a front
3: runner for me and the Santana story. Like, he had held my heart the whole time just because of good times with his buddy smoking a joint at Santana. Held your heart. But God, Nikki, it just seems like a perfect evening for Chris.
5: So I I was torn between Keith, whose mom was with Willie, and Bill. Those were the two. Now, I would choose Bill just because I know Keith's at work, and he's not going to answer if I call him back. So (laughs) I would have chosen Bill. (laughs) Bill? Yes.
4: The Van Halen guy?
5: Van Halen That just called in. Because I love his passion, how he could remember everything and run it down. Like, I felt like I was at the concert with Bill.
6: I'm picking the Van Halen just because I like Van Halen.
4: Well, that's not a good excuse. Oh, so right, let no. me talk to you. The story, though. Huh? Okay, so you can be the tiebreaker. Right. Okay, just all right, stop laughing. Just let me let me talk to you. Okay, so you got a choice. You remember Bill? I do. Okay, you, he just called literally two seconds ago. Okay, do you remember Chris? He just called two seconds ago. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so take you your love for Van Halen out of the equation. Who had the better story, Dougie T? I
6: like the Van Halen story. Okay, the Van Halen story. Oh, good. Bill. There you go. Yeah.
4: Bill, you win the tickets to go see Creed let's go <laughs> I I I by the way no offense bill I was all in on Willie Nelson I mean that was yeah. that story was ridiculous was see story. but like
3: it, it was painful at the end for him you know what I mean and I didn't oh want God uh, maybe he was gonna take his mom to Creed and then all of a sudden so she sleep with somebody from Creed and now we've ruined Creed for him I just Right. I couldn't take that risk.
4: So here's how this plays, Bill. Uh, you got tickets to see Creed. They're going to be a Three Doors Down, Finger Eleven, September 1st to an amphitheater. Now we got to dip into the Creed Cup. Okay, this is a chalice. All right, it's a carpenter's cup as Jesus would drink out of. Okay, no, so we've got uh, row three of uh, has already been taken. There were one yes. yesterday, so five, yes. four, two, and one. Nicky D, would you like to take <laughs> those gigantic Wolverine nails and pick me
3: a row? All
5: right, and the number is. <laughs>
3: McDonald's.
5: Congratulations Bill, you got number 1. <laughs> number 1.
3: Let's
5: <laughs> go.
4: Look at that, front row. More great nice. memories
5: for you.
2: Wow.
4: All right, so we got still 2, row 2, 4 and 5 yes. remaining this week. Mm-hmm. Yes. All still great seats. You're just going to be sitting behind Bill. Mm-hmm. All right Bill, thank you for listening sir. You hang on, all right? Let's go. There we go. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. go. go man. All right, that was fun.
5: That was fun. And I don't get mad at you because I have to the I phone know. I you was know. joking. <laughs> I was trying
4: to lighten the mood. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow I'll do stories of uh, shows that you don't want to relive. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's yeah, a, people
5: were still calling.
4: There, I know. They're still ringing. There, there is a show. Um, I was in a bad state of mind at one time in my life. And, and I wasn't drunk. But I got up on stage. I was just mad. And I really get angry. There's like a switch that flips if somebody throws something at me.
2: Uh-huh.
4: And this girl threw a beer. It was about 2,200 people. It was a radio station concert. Small. It was like fuel. The band. And I saw the beer come up. And then I started doing my thing and ripping into her. And then there was a fight. And it was her boyfriend. I got him kicked out. Then she was really mad. Oh, that's why she threw the beer. She threw the beer because I got her boyfriend kicked out. And I used to have this go to don't be mad at me because fill in the blank and I said something about her mom and said her mom's dead oh, I said no. I said yeah quickly I came back and I said yeah it's because I blanked her too hard
5: oh my goodness on the
4: microphone I'd never seen 2200 people with beers up to their mouths all staring at me at one time
2: <laughs> in disbelief in disbelief <laughs> yes
4: needless to say my boss was not very happy with me after. no really but it's part of history. It was a good time. Yeah. You know? It is. People never forget. I still get reminded of that concert. All right, second <laughs> round of headlines. What do you got?
5: I'm going to te- tell you what a teacher sold online that caused outrage and how
4: Duncan sold clothes. All right, two big stories from today. Headlines. Here in a minute. Stand
5: by for
3: news. <laughs> it's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra.
4: Read all all right, hold on, Nikki D. We got Andrea in Sacramento who wants to join us tonight for our Lonely Hearts dinner at Bennett's Restaurant in Roseville. Andrea, uh, I'm assuming you have no one to spend Valentine's Day with, correct?
9: No, I don't. <laughs> it's
4: very, very, very sad. What? Uh, what's, your situ- what's your situation? Give me the specs. Um, I'm single. <laughs> yeah. How long?
9: Yeah. Um, just a little while, yeah. maybe you know, six months or so. What happened? Oh, you don't want to know. We do want to know. <laughs> I'll spare you the details. We're nosy.
4: G- g- give me like the quick, I mean, is it like horrible? you die in like a tragic blimp accident over the Orange Bowl or something?
9: <laughs> no.
4: All right. Well, what?
9: No, just, you know, people are dirty sometimes.
4: Dirty? Oh, cheater. He's
9: dirty? He's a cheater? <laughs> yeah, cheater.
4: Cheater? who do you cheat with? Your mom, I bet.
9: Oh. <laughs> that would have been a lot easier.
4: <laughs> really? Your dog? Wh- who-, who did he cheat with?
9: <laughs> a man?
2: Oh.
4: A dude?
9: No, no, no. Just oh. multiple girls. At the same time? Oh. That's yeah. Did you watch? No, I oh. would like to, but I wasn't invited. <laughs> See? So you like girls too? Well, sure, See, oh, we got well, two girls coming. a guy coming? like
3: that fumble the bag? I don't understand it. Yeah,
4: like right. All you have to do is be honest and say, yeah. "Hey, babe, look, you know, I'm going to invite some of the ladies over. If you want to hang out and participate, are you cool with yeah. that?" And she's in. But I'm no, down. but no, he was a liar face and didn't tell you about it, and that's yeah. what pissed you off, right? Trick bagged me. Dirt bagged <laughs> you. God. Okay. So you're you're really you're really an ox player here. Like you can go both sides. So we got. Mm-hmm. We'll add you to the roster of the oh, of of the the lonely hearts people.
5: Yeah, going call you open to it all, Andrea.
4: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're open, Andrea. Yeah, open yeah. all night, Andrea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, well, like you're in the best spot tonight. I mean, you're gonna meet somebody. We've got right. lesbians, gay guys, straight guys, straight women. We've got the whole plethora of Sacramento that's joining us tonight. So you should be straight like Skull. All right
9: nice 21 flavors
4: yeah there you go baskin all right hang on for a second okay that was a good one
9: that was
4: all right uh what is it second round yeah yes yeah, second round second round of headlines thanks to good guys heating and air good guys heating all right go ahead
5: an art teacher does the unthinkable h3 i'm
0: extremely disgusted with this person unbelievable is this the teacher asking for certain type of projects to be done to be able to you know sell them
5: an investigation is underway at a Montreal high school after multiple parents allege their kids' art teacher had been taking drawings that she had them doing in class and then selling them online. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the kids <laughs> somehow put in the art teacher's name, like just Googled him. And the the paintings and pictures showed up online. I sent you guys some of the yeah, drawings so that are out there. Mario. Have put them on cups, T-shirts, pillows, wow. and is selling these pictures for as much as $151.
4: That is the smartest dick move I've ever heard. Yes.
5: yes. Horrible. Oh, my God. And, and these kids made these paintings? Yes, in art class.
4: I have a painting just
5: like that that I made in art class in high school.
4: But can we talk about how dark these pictures are? Well, like he's they're ha- bleeding from the face, they got skull. What kind of art class is this? Because he's having
5: them paint these specific type of pictures.
4: Oh, and then he's, he's, he's selling the work, right? <laughs>
5: yeah. So he's giving them a project, saying, Genius. "Paint this," and then he's selling them.
4: Because these are deep and dark. How old mm-hmm. are these
5: kids? They're in high school. Oh. The youngest child was uh, in middle school, twelve years old. You
4: know, I've never heard of that kind of thing going on before. Me either.
5: You or have we not known them. about
4: it? Wonder how much money he made to say.
5: It doesn't say. It Just says he the most uh that he has listed is one fifty one. He's selling the t-shirts for fifty five, coffee <laughs> mugs for forty one, oh, and man. iPhone cases for thirty five dollars.
4: Uh, well, you can put them up on T Public. Like I got BS stuff up there. I mean, you just run the gamut of everything. That yeah, they yeah, have. that's what
5: he does. He has a yep. website and he just has all this stuff listed on it.
4: Yeah, all right. I uh, could fake
3: these and make my own website and just say I'm an art teacher. Or, like I can draw like this.
4: Yeah, right. Or just rip them off. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Second story.
5: They aimed to sell coffee, but track suits took off. H4.
9: The winning commercial of them all? The
3: kings. Touchdown, Tommy, on the keys.
9: Super Bowl fans and of course us Bostonians just loved this appearance by Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, and Tom Brady. They t- uh,
5: that was dubbed the Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Yeah, the best commercial of the Super Bowl that Dunkin' Donuts commercial. And from it, Dunkin' was selling the track suits that you saw Ben Affleck and them wearing <laughs> in that commercial. Well, they sold out. When you go on the website right now, it says you have to pre-order them because they have nothing left. They're selling the pants for sixty, the shirts for sixty, the bucket hats for forty, and you can get a tumbler for forty. Brilliant exactly absolutely like, brilliant who can remember what the coffee flavor was they were promoting because that was the purpose of the commercial i know all i know knows. is that
4: jennifer lopez is banging tom brady <laughs> that's all i know, know. you know but the
5: track suits sold out
4: yeah i mean it was it was a very it was good for you dunkin donuts you get, yeah. you've been getting beaten up lately by starbucks and all that stuff Good for you for finally somebody talking about y'all instead of nobody else.
5: Absolutely. And these tumblers, now that I see it, I'm about to order me one. Yeah, right? Because they're cute and I, I want one.
4: I'm not gonna lie, when I watched the commercial, <laughs> and I didn't think it was gonna be, I didn't I didn't realize it'd be a thing. But I was like, you know what? I could do one of those tracksuits. Yeah. Like that's kind of fun. <laughs>
5: That'll be a cute Halloween costume. Right? I bet you
4: people will oh, have. Oh yeah, on. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's do a round of order up. Uh my buddy Brett Michaels will be in town here on the first of March looking forward. And Pete, oh, I'm gonna leave Pete out. Uh, his guitarist uh, also includes Mark McGrath, uh, Sugar Ray, of course, Stig uh, Aguir- Aguir- Aguirre, Aguirre from Journey, right? And Lita Ford. So this is Thunder Valley, the, the venue. Yeah, it's a good lineup. It's their party Grow tour. Uh, it'll be good. So uh, order up how it works to give you a piece of audio within that audio Three pieces of audio labeled A, B, and C. I need two players. You, with the help from Nikki D, just have to order them up, oldest to newest. I'll give you the category. I just need somebody that wants to win the tickets and join me out at this show. 916 909 0985. 916 909 0985. Start lining up, we'll do order up your next. Thank you.
3: They can't spell the word chronological, but they're pretty sure it means to put stuff in order according to year. they are
2: not in the right order. Get this in order.
7: Think you can do that? Let's find out, because it's time to play Order Up.
4: Did you hear what I heard with that new Pearl Jam that we just played at the very beginning, the intro?
1: Anybody anybody
4: hear a little Joan Jett? Oh, no. I love rock and roll. And I want to go back and hear it. Yeah. I know Uh, that song. Well, you can grab... Actually, can you do, after we get done this segment, uh, the video's out online. Can you grab the video and post it up on our social? Sure. And see if anybody hears that? Because that's what I heard. I heard the first intro to it. And, like, this album, which is... uh, The song's called Dark Matter. Same with the album. But it comes out, I believe, uh, April, April 19th. They they say it's harder. So you're going to get a little Temple of the Dog feel. You're going to get a little Soundgarden feel. You know, because they're all interchangeable grunge players like right. McCready and Gossett and all that stuff. But uh, they say it's a harder Pearl Jam than what we've heard prior before. Kind of like when they jumped from, you know, 10 to, like, Vitalogy, it was a different vibe, a different feel. Pearl Jam's very good at doing that. So, I'm a fan. You can always, tasty. You yeah, can always sign me up. Yes, it was very tasty, Doug. T- tasty lick. Tasty licks. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the BSA. Thanks for being here. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There is Nelson, there's Dougie T. We've got tickets to see Brad Michaels at the venue March 1st. It'll be uh, there, Thunder Valley. So I'll be out there. I want you to come out there, too. We'll do a round of order up. We got Richard in Elk Grove. How are you, Richard? Doing well. Yourself? Excellent, sir. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Excellent, excellent. I
1: heard the Joan Jet by the way, myself.
4: Did, did, like at the beginning, did you not hear that? <laughs> 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 right? <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> Yep. Yeah. All right. Yep. Wayne in Sacramento. Good morning. I love rock and <laughs> Good morning. We're sitting here trying to, we're trying to, we're trying to promote a Pearl Jam song and a Brett Michaels concert. We're singing Joan Jett. That's great. And
2: Joan Jett's doing good. <laughs> All right,
4: gentlemen. The game is order up. Uh, I'll give you the category. Each category there's a piece of audio within that audio. There are three pieces of audio labeled A, B, and C. Nikki D is going to help both of y'all out. You just have to order them up, oldest to newest. You get it right, you get a point. If not, your competition gets to steal. Richard, Wayne, do you gentlemen understand the game? I understand, yes, sir. All right, cool. Uh, all right, so the first category goes to Richard. It is sitcoms. Okay. All right, mm. sitcoms. So you're not too freaked out so far, right? No. Okay, sitcoms. Here we go. A1. Hey,
2: he's there just to take good care of me. Like he's one of the family. Charlie, I can't do this all. Superman. I'm no Superman. C.
3: But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again.
4: All right, there we go. Uh, Nikki D, Richard. About 30 seconds. You want to order them up?
5: All right, Richard. I know A, I, Charles was Charles in charge? Because I want I'm him in okay. charge of me. <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> B... I, I'm thinking it's Superman. I, don't, I didn't know they had a sitcom, but. Yeah, Superman, you know, the sitcom. Superman. <laughs> yep. Did you know B? Is was is that what I, it's called?
2: I
1: don't know B. I know a Frasier or C.
5: Yeah, I knew C was Frazier as well. So How I would she knows say. C but not B? I would say, because I know tossed salad and scrambled eggs. Um, so I would say Charles in Charge is definitely the oldest. I think maybe Frazier's next, and then whatever B is, we're going to say Superman. So, I'm going to say ACB.
7: I would go with that, too, because I don't know what B
8: is, and definitely Charles and Charge is way older than Frazier. So, sounds like a good pick to me.
4: All right, locking that in, ACB, Rich? ACB, lock it in. ACB, that is? According to Doug, correct. (laughs) Doug. Please wait for me to say correct. All right. all right. When we do the Doug show, you can do that. But right now, let me do it. Yeah. Uh, so it's Charles in Charge eighty four, Frazier ninety three, and then Scrubs two thousand one. Mm, never oh, seen it. Scrubs. Okay. Never. That's with uh, Zach. uh. Don't Braff and Faison's Donald, on there. Donald Faison. Right. Yeah. I've yeah. seen
5: previews, but I'm bare naked ladies did the theme song. Guys are great. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. There we go. All right, Rich, you got a point. Nicely done. All right, Thank Wayne, you. you're up. Here we go. Uh, B one. Hey.
5: What's the category? Oh, yeah, stop. Yeah, pull down.
4: down. Like yeah, pull it down, Doug.
5: Mm-hmm. Stop. Stop. Just I the category.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd make it more challenging. Uh-huh.
5: Oh, it's already challenging. You <laughs> no. did so well
4: on the first one. I didn't think you needed to know the name huh? of the category. I, I do. Okay, well, now that you've asked nicely, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> space movies. Oh, <sighs> shit. Okay. That
3: doesn't help you anyway, does it? It doesn't,
4: but Would at least
5: had... I know what I'm listening
4: Would to? you have rather me not told you? At
5: least I can guess if I know the category. Uh, <laughs>
4: B1. A. Robbie, you saw the lightning?
5: Yeah, 26 times on Lincoln Avenue. You
10: that?
9: B. I guess we're not going to be leaving now, right? I'm sorry,
2: Newt. You
9: don't have to be sorry.
2: It wasn't your fault. That's it, man.
1: Game over, man. It's game over. Hey, get
2: what's going on? War! We're going
1: to war! Now the youth of tomorrow must travel across
4: the stars to defend our world. Good luck. Yeah. Well, Nikki's shaking oh, her head.
3: Wow. wow. All right. Okay. The first one was the only hard one. All right, order okay. them up. Well,
5: A, um, Wayne, I put World War Z. You, is that no. right? Did you get that too? Yeah. All right. And then B, I know that was aliens because I've actually seen aliens. And then C, they said they were traveling across the the worlds and stars. So I put Star Wars. Star Wars. Star World. Was C Star Wars? Have you seen Star Wars? You agree? Okay. So then Star Wars is older than aliens, right? C A B. C-A-B. Well, I think A, no, because aliens got to be old. So I would say C-B-A.
4: <laughs> all right. Wayne, speak. Do you agree? Yeah, let's lock it in. All right. Okay. <laughs> That's all he says, lock it in.
5: <laughs> I don't know if C- Wayne knows.
4: C-B-A is what you're going with, yes? Yeah. That's wrong. Uh. Yeah. No. Ah. Richard for the steal.
5: <laughs> Richard, what did you uh-huh. have for A? Do we have that right? Is that World
1: War Z, whatever that movie is? That could that could be. I don't know B at all, but C definitely is
4: Starship Troopers.
5: Oh, Starship Troopers. B is definitely aliens. Okay, so let's switch it. Let's do B C A then.
4: B C A. Yeah. You like that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I
5: then like aliens that. is the oldest. Okay.
4: All right. B C A. Locking that in, and that is. Right. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's correct, yeah. Oh,
2: uh, Richard? The, the only show on the radio where you can get
4: so many wrong, but yet so many right. And uh, when it comes to these alien movies, Nelson gets very upset with you. Uh, and it was difficult. I wouldn't have been able to get this either.
5: No, World War Z I just Z guessed a... ones. That's why I need the categories.
4: Aliens, 86. Starship Troopers, 97. War of the Worlds, Please. 2005. I've seen none of that World War but Z, Z was a zombie movie.
5: A zombie I don't know. Movie. I just thought... It was an alien movie. (laughs) She thinks if there's a world,
4: (laughs) I don't know. If 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 the if the word "world" is in the title, Nikki D thinks it's about space. So like (laughs) Wayne's World, space, space
2: movie. They were very spaced out (laughs) in Wayne's (laughs) World. Period.
4: All right, Rich, you can take a big fat juicy lead right here. The board is back to you. The next category: stadium songs. Stat- Ooh. Ooh. Right. What, oh, what do you want me to put? Like, what do you want Nelson to put on here? Like, you like oh man, in every category.
3: White people music is what she wants me to put. <laughs> or, like, I doubt that.
4: <laughs> right. All right, stadium songs. Here we go. C1. Hey.
3: Somebody will Told tell me the world is going to roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs>
4: All right, there we go. Stadium songs, Richard and Nikki D. All right, Richard.
5: I say C A B. Bam. Well, we got we to gotta list what it is first. We know that A is All Star. Bye. Yeah, that's enough. Um, hey, you know, Green you, Day. Yeah, whatever
2: that was.
5: Yeah. Yep. And then B, what's that? What's that, Richard? It's going to fight it out. Mm, 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 mm. You know that song? I, I, I don't know the name. I've heard it a million times. All I'm right. pretty sure that's I'm pretty
0: sure that's the newest. Well,
5: because, we're gonna uh, put gonna fight it out. And then and C. White stripes.
4: Wayne, stop! Oh, Wayne, a white it's guy. not your okay. turn. Okay. You're losing. White Somebody stripes.
3: Lost.
2: I, this game. <laughs> Jesus. I didn't know I had a hot mic. All right. and <laughs> then, it's your
4: phone, dummy.
5: Richard C. has put me in
7: coach.
2: So um. Richard
5: uh, C. Is put me in coach. So let's do C <laughs> as the oldest, right? Right. C. B-A, because Shrek came out new. So I'm going to say C-B-A. Well,
4: that's not yeah. what Rich said. Rich, what did you say? I said C-A-B. Oh, C-A-B.
5: Okay, so you're saying because put me the in quotes. goes back to like uh, oh. early middle
4: 90s because okay. my daughter right. soccer I need, school, All
5: right, well, we'll so. go with you. We'll go Cab.
4: I need an answer. Cab, locking that in? Cab, locking in. C-A-B, that is. That's right. Go, Richard. That's Let's go. Yeah. And the correct titles would be Centerfold by John Fogarty, 1985. Field. Or Centerfield, sorry. Centerfold, Centerfold a different
3: song. Yeah. That's Jay Giles.
4: All-Star by Smash Mouth, 1999. Smash Mouth. Mm-hmm. I believe the song was out well before Shrek. Yes. And Seven Nation Army by The White Stripes, 2003. That's why he didn't like it, because they're white stripes. Well. All right. Richard has three. Wayne has zero. Here's the deal. Wayne, Come on, Wayne. <laughs> you've got to get this correct. If not, and Richard steals, you're in a bad <laughs> spot. Okay? The, okay. The yeah. category is famous jailbirds. Okay. Famous Ooh, jailbirds. jailbirds. All right, good category here. D1. A.
1: Hey. Oh, it is hard them damn work being this good. It is- Shut the up. F- Oh, oh, rabbit is. Am I starting to get to you? No,
0: Sydney, you aren't getting to me. You're just making my
1: eardrums. Hurt. B!
4: They say the best weapon is one you never have to fire. I
1: respectfully disagree. I prefer the weapon you only have to fire once. That's how Dad did it, that's how America does it, and it's worked out pretty well so far.
2: See! No,
0: I don't think that that's a very good idea, see? Because, because the Fosters, they don't know Lucy.
4: You grabbed that clip for that person? I didn't know. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I did. All right. Yeah. Uh, famous jailbirds, order them up.
5: Okay, Wayne, you might be in trouble here. I know A is Wesley Snipes.
2: <laughs> that's, what, that's what
5: I know. A is Wesley Snipes. B, they were talking about a gun being fired, so I think that might be Alec Baldwin. Um, yeah. And then C, I, I have Foster. But I have no idea who C is. Um, Is there a a famous foster that went to jail? You know?
2: Mm, No. No. Because I I
5: don't think Jody went to jail, right? No. All right. So, all right, let's take a guess here then. And let's go. mm, Because C sounded like it could have been old. I don't know what it is. Mm. So, let's guess. Let's say C... Then, uh, Alex, CBA. B, yeah, CBA. Let's
4: just try CBA. CBA, locking that in, Wayne, to stay in the game.
2: Uh-huh. To all the models, locking it in. All right,
4: CBA, and that is. Sorry, Wayne. That's right. What?
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Let's go.
4: Amazing, oh, Wayne. <laughs> that,
3: that well, even your wrong is wrong.
4: <laughs> Sean Penn, eighty-seven. I'm surprised you didn't take Spicoli.
3: I've we've done day? Spicoli like the last Robert three
4: times. Downey Jr., 99, and then Wesley Snipes, 22. Oh, oh, Downey it
9: Jr., that All was, right. was oh, oh, okay.
4: okay. What? <laughs> Are the calls free from Rehab Wayne? What's going on?
2: God.
4: All <laughs> right, here we go. Uh, Richard, if you get this, you're going to win. The category right. is cartoons. <laughs>
5: Oh, thank god. Cartoons.
4: Oh, Here cartoon. we, cartoons for for Rich, one. for Richard Nick. Here we go. E1. A. B. So of the
6: shadows. some where
2: some villain skins. But his numbers up to 21. C. Oh yeah. My base is
4: I'm here to save the world. Can't stop me I'm- By the way, none of these are real cartoons. Yes, they are. This this is not what cartoons are. But good oh luck to you guys. God. Order them up, please. You're so Gen X.
5: Um,
4: yeah, thank God.
5: <laughs> the only way I'm making it here is because I listened
4: good, Richard.
5: And because I don't know anything except one of these. Orwell. A. Yeah. I heard the thing say ed ed mm-hmm. eddie. So I'm pretty sure that's the cartoon because I know there is a cartoon called it. And it never seen it, though. B, I knew okay. it's Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck. And then C, I heard them say Save the World. And I heard them say Kim. So I Kim think
9: Possible.
5: That, oh, see, Kim Possible. Let me write that down. Yep. Kim Possible. Yeah.
1: Boom. And I believe Darkwing, too. But
4: A, I couldn't get myself. <laughs> yeah, I knew so. it was
5: Darkwing Duck. So Darkwing Duck is definitely the oldest. Yep, And maybe Ed, Ed, and Eddie. So I say BAC.
4: BAC for the win, Rich. You like that?
5: That was my first inclination. Lock it
0: in.
4: Oh, inclination. Uh, BAC. This is big. We're not sure. That's right.
5: Richard!
2: Crazy crazy cartoons.
4: Darkwing Duck, 91. Ed, Ed, Eddie, 99. Kim Possible, 2002. All not real cartoons. Uh. Hey, Rich. Uh, I'm can, with you there. Yeah, Wayne. Sorry about your luck. Try <laughs> back tomorrow. We'll have more Brett Michaels tickets. All right. All right. Thank you. All right, brother man. Rich, you're going to be out there with me, Brett Michaels, at the venue March first. All right.
1: Oh, that is a plan.
4: Yeah, it's uh, party gras time, and this tour is awesome, and we're going to have a lot of fun. So I'm going to put you on hold, and we'll get your information. We appreciate you listening. I eat.
0: Hey, thank thank you guys. Keep up the great show, man. We love it.
4: All right. Well, thank you. We're trying to get there. It's an okay show. Good job on these, Who Was it? No, I was. I'm being serious. I mean, no, for it real. was not. I, I gotta. I'll. will t- tell you this, you know, uh, you you did better than what I would have done.
5: Oh well, thank you then. Yeah, you
4: know, I don't know if that means anything to you, but <laughs> I thought you did a fa- fantastic job. This stuff was hard. I agree. I like. I mean, some Shoot. of the clips are crap.
3: Who watches Ed, Ed and Eddie? <laughs> I'm just kidding. A lot uh, of people watch Ed and Eddie. No, no. I, I'm like not for listening a, to what he's saying. I'm still mad at you. For the not watch that stuff. I a, for, never did.
4: For a 42-year-old man to think that those are cartoons.
2: Oh, my
5: God. Those Come on, are give, my the me the my, give me some Flintstones. Give me some Jetsons. Tom and
2: Jerry. So right. I have
5: given you all yo, of yo, those Simen already. Damn.
2: Yeah.
3: a no I don't know Eddie.
4: I agree. Amen. <laughs>
3: Impossible. Possible. What is that?
4: Bless his Flintstone. heart. A
3: huge show on Nickelodeon. Thank oh
4: you. Oh, my All right. It's the third Sec. where are we at? What the hell are we doing? Oh, Some no. of them. Oh, we got drug problems to talk about. It's gonna be <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Nikki's got a drug problem.
9: I do not have
4: drug yeah. No, seriously. This is what I've heard. She's got a drug problem and she can't get into certain places because of her drug problem. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, that's all I know. So I can't
5: go to certain places. I'm with
4: y'all listening right now. I don't know the whole story. All right. I know is that my co is a major drug problem. No, I don't. Right. <laughs> all right? So we'll get to hear about that drug problem here in a minute. Hang on. So we uh, need one more. We don't need one more, but we have spot for one more tonight for uh, the BS Lonely Hearts Valentine's Day dinner at Bennett's Restaurant in Roseville.
5: Well, I think I wanted to leave that last one open because I think one of my guys are going to come. They didn't call us, but both of them wrote in and said they wanted to come. So I think one of them might come.
4: Well, I got I, I left empty spots in case that happened. Oh,
5: okay. Yeah. Okay, good.
4: Then. So, yeah, so we got one open one for more open? Okay, cool. somebody doesn't have anybody to spend Valentine's Day with.
5: I might have me a little dizzy date.
4: Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and so here's the deal. If you want the spot and you're single and, and you're lonely, uh, we got a great roster right now of people that will be joining us this evening. Everybody gets a, uh, a a prize pack. You know, you got shirts and stuff in there. And then every, there's a grand prize that we'll give out from Enjoy Health and Aesthetics with this uh, uh, Softwave uh, neck lift. You know, it's like a $1,500 thing. A non-invasive, no surgery kind of thing. You can use it anywhere in your body. But we got Red Hair Freckle Mary, Just Once a Man, Andrea, Stuttering Ray, Plus Size Kendall, uh, Lesbian Lacey, Stud Stephanie, uh, Kristen Got Cheated On by Her Husband yep. Lady, uh, Widow Jason, Recently divorced Sean, homeless Tyler, uh, 60 and single Helen, Mm -hmm. and then open to anything, Andrea.
5: Yep. I mean, she's down for whatever. She's just trying to see what's going on. This
4: roster is phenomenal. It is. It's like a reality show. I'm excited. It's great. And then we got drug problem D.
5: Yeah. You. No. Yeah. (laughs) Not me.
4: Drug problem Nikki. Not me. Mm -hmm.
5: I don't have a drug problem. I have a pain issue. From time to time. <laughs> so says every athlete. <laughs> from time <laughs> right. to time, I have severe back pains it's because my mattress is horrible. And I started back sleeping in my bed because I slept there a few times and I felt fine. So I'm like, oh, maybe my mattress doesn't suck anymore. So I'll just sleep in the bed. Well, I slept there one too many nights and I woke up the other night and my back was completely obliterated again with pain. So I've been dealing with it for the past couple days, couple days. And finally, a friend of mine um, had surgery recently and was like, I have these prescription pills Mm -hmm. that I got for my surgery.
4: That's where it all starts.
5: If you want one, I'll give it to you for the pain because I've been taking everything, nothing's working. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to wait till the weekend when I'm off and I can take it. So Saturday night, I took the pill. What was it? I think it's called Tramadol.
4: You don't know about that, Nelson? That's a muscle relaxer. Yeah, that's what I figured. Okay.
5: And so I slept took like a it. baby. Probably. Yes. Like, yeah. 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 Too much though, because first when I took it, I started to have one of those, I, I don't like to call it a panic attacks, but I don't like to not be in control of my body, which is why I don't take drugs. But I started getting that same feeling. I got the one time when I took some drugs And I felt like I couldn't breathe. And so I start to hyperventilate a little bit. And then I do this thing where I try to keep myself awake. Like, okay, now I don't want to fall asleep because I'm feeling like I might suffocate or I might die in my sleep. So I try to fight it and I can't. And it's it's like an internal battle that I can't describe how it feels. And then I fall asleep. And in my mind, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to die. So when I wake up, I still am, like, really groggy. Like, I get up, but I have to lay back down. And I'm like, I think something might be wrong with me. My heart's beating fast. But then I realize I can't go to the emergency room because I can't tell them that I took a prescription drug that wasn't prescribed. Yes, you can.
4: Sure you can. So I had it yeah, just. Can. You
5: can. No, I felt yes, like you I can. couldn't.
4: So you wanted to. It was so bad that mm-hmm. you wanted to go to the hospital.
5: I did, because I just felt like something can, can was Can we off. back
4: up to the mattress thing real quick? Yeah. And I'm not going to, you know, it's not going to be about Matthew's mattress, but it's not only about, you know, like my chiropractor said this to me. I never heard this before, that uh, if you're sleeping, you know, a lot could be with the mattress. Mm-hmm. That's the easy go-to. But a lot of us sleep wrong. So, like, with, with your pillow, when you put your head on your pillow, your pillow should be, there's a certain position if you sleep on your back, where it should be, like, between your shoulders and your neck because the body's... I don't sleep there. on my back. Yeah, okay, and then there's... So if you sleep on your side or on... I sleep or, on my side. On your side, there's a certain place for your pillow. That's why they make all these goofy pillows now.
5: I know, and I've paid the $100 for the pillows, and I've done all of that crap, and it doesn't work.
4: So you took a, a, a drug... So says the person that doesn't take drugs mm-hmm. from a friend of yours. Yep. You know this friend well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you took drugs from a friend not prescribed to you. Right. It made your heart beat fast. Mm-hmm. You started to freak out. You wanted to go to the hospital and you did not go to the hospital because you felt dirty. Yeah. You felt like a drug addict taking illegal drugs.
5: Because I didn't get a job one time because my mom gave me a pill because i had a toothache and i'm like they're gonna be like you can't be taking these pills they might call the police i didn't want to risk it
4: and nelson you're saying because i agree with you i think she could go yes to the of course you could go to the hospital but you you won't be charged with anything
3: it's like if you tell them that you could tell them you took a fistful of uh, oxycontin that you found on the street or bought from a drug dealer that's not their
4: only job is to heal you but what what, what what point does the – at what point does the hospital, you know, like –
5: Call the police. I know yeah.
4: they do call the <laughs> police. No, Well, they got them in-house. You're like, hey, yeah. officer, you need to come over here. This girl's – you know, you, we might have a lead for a bigger deal here. <laughs> 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 at what point does the hospital do that? Uh, I think you would have to actually
3: ha- be a harm to someone or yourself at the hospital, and you would also have to have the illegal drugs on you. Mm-hmm.
5: Oh, so if I don't take the pills in there with me,
3: they won't call the right. police. Yeah, you don't take them with you. Obviously, don't ever take anyone's don't ever take anyone else's pills. But yeah. if you do, don't take them with you anywhere.
5: Well, yeah. I still have the ones Bailey gave me in the Ziploc bag. Easy. Allegedly. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Not this Bailey, by the way. <laughs> well, alleged Yeah, Dan Bailey. Yeah. Hassan Bailey. <laughs> This is a Middle Eastern fellow. She hangs with. <laughs> right? God, <laughs> like it's fun to be honest on the show and all, yeah. but let's like let's think about things before we say them. Oh, sorry. Yeah.
5: Well, We're, I just I just admitted to taking other drugs. Yeah, I don't
4: care if you're popped. I don't want to get involved right. in your drug <laughs> world that you live in, you're degenerate.
5: So I can get in trouble. You guys are acting like it's not illegal or something. No, is it illegal? Not, I
4: think it's I, frowned I, upon. Okay. And it right. might be illegal.
5: But when you're in pain, you just do whatever you
4: can do. Oh, I agree with that.
5: So, I mean, I've I've done this multiple times. I didn't even think about this from a job aspect until I didn't get the job and I'm like, "What?" Well, they're like, "You have drugs in your system and if you can't show a prescription, we can't hire you." I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa."
4: You know what I'd like to give you? What? A gift. Of mm. drugs. No, we've got a <laughs> we've got a van waiting for you downstairs. <laughs> yeah. And there's a place in Arizona that I'd like to send you.
5: But Arizona, Arizona. Yeah. I don't get it.
4: Uh have you not seen intervention?
5: I have. Right. I didn't know that was in Arizona.
4: Well, you know, it's that's where they're always in Arizona. Oh. <laughs> I and it's and it's, and it's a gift. That's what we give no, you. No,
5: I don't have a drug problem. I only do this when I'm in really, really bad pain.
4: You only do it one or two times a year. Yeah, Four right. or five tops. One time a week. No more than 10.
5: No, no, no. <laughs> when my back hurts really bad or if I get a bad toothache. Those yeah. are the only times.
4: Uh, it's 90 Rock, the BS. What's your name?
10: Christine.
4: Christine, you got anything on the drugs? Is that why you're... I don't have no idea why you're calling. I don't know yes. a phone screener. Okay, so you do?
10: That's why.
4: <laughs> oh, okay. You're a druggy or something?
10: <laughs> no, oh, okay. no, but I've worked in pharmacy.
4: Oh, perfect. Can she get in trouble if she goes to the hospital and says that she's taking illegal
10: narcotics? yes. Well, she can't get in trouble, but she'd be marked as a druggie more than you marking her as a druggie. Yeah. Wow. behaviors. Yeah, she cannot do that. And then on top of that, that's an opioid and a controlled substance. You, you're not supposed to take it. So they will never, ever give you a pain pill ever again if you go to the hospital with another drug that wasn't yours. Or you See? tell them that you took a drug that wasn't yours. Jesus, you I knew talk it. fast. I knew
4: it. So, so do, like, know. like in the computer, do they have like your name is highlighted for next time or something? Yes, that's
10: We're, it. It's downhill from there. You'll never get picked up and wow. described pr- m- pr- m- you ever. Yeah, so you guys are giving me
3: But like, ridiculous. Talk to talk to us about the legal ramifications, though. I understand what you're saying is that in your medical file, it would be pushed out to everyone that you have uh, drug are likely to have drugs seeking behavior, but you're not going okay. to be arrested at the hospital.
10: Oh, no, no, you're not going to be arrested. No, of course okay. not, no, but you, you, it'll mess you up your medical situation.
3: What I don't want is anyone to hear this and not go to the hospital because they're worried about not getting pain pills ever again in their life because they did have too many drugs in their system that they took from someone else's All You're so just looking out for weird. your
4: people. I see. Right. And I'm just looking out you're for right. all Look, people. <laughs> <laughs> you don't people. want to run in there and you know, admit to anything you don't have to. You know? Right. So I think the big question, ma'am, is... Do you know anyone since you're in the business that can get Nikki D some more illegal drugs? Because that's what she's wanting. That's why she's doing this whole thing. Is that? No, I'm it's serious. Not
5: why I'm doing that.
4: We're just trying to do. We're trying to do an over-the-air drug deal. Oh. Right. It's never been done before in the history of radio. Right. I wonder why. And well, you know what? I just don't think anybody's as creative as I am. So yeah. we're. We're actually going to start a brokered brokered programming on Saturdays. Where we're just going to do for an hour drug deals on the radio. <laughs> God. Right. So are you off the? Are you off the drugs? Or yes, are you still I'm on? I'm off. Them? I'm fine. Let me see your eyes. Your pupils are huge.
5: No, they're not. Mm. You're on
4: drugs right now. I'm
5: not on drugs. I'm you know, fine.
4: You know what they'd say around here? What you need to do? What? In this building, if you're on drugs, they make you wear a mask. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, nope, I'm fine. I'm completely healed. Uh, I, I took Sunday. I laid around. I slept it off. I'm fine. I haven't taken any more pills. And you know what? My back isn't hurting anymore.
4: All right. Tara, our two peers, saying, please, she's very passionate about this comment on uh, social media. It says, please, please, please do not take anyone else's prescription. Thank you, your resident pharmacy tech.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And you'd probably say the same thing, ma'am, right? Yes. Yeah. You don't want to do that. Even if you know him, you don't want to do that.
5: I hear oh, yeah, what everybody has to say. I know that. But if I'm in pain, sometimes I do it. Uh, I'm just honest about it.
4: Well, I understand. That's great you're being honest. But we're telling you you should not do that.
5: I know that I should not do it. I don't need you to tell me that. I'm still going to do it if I need to.
3: <laughs> so what if I... What die if I go, It's not on us. Right, it's not. It's, I it's on me. Hosp- what if I go to the hospital on a, a heroin overdose then? Will I then still be labeled as a drug-seeking behavior? Ma'am? Oh, yeah.
10: You'll be your you're drug addict, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> not drug seeking, but you're a drug addict, and they will test you, and they will, yeah. It's, what, it's a wrap.
4: what? 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 Do you guys have like an emoji face or something you put next to these types of people?
10: Yeah. <laughs> no, but once you tell them you're on heroin, or if they have to Narcan you, then it's marked if you had heroin in your system.
2: Oh, okay. So or
10: mm-hmm. like, it's like they take a highlight to your name and like sort of you know circle it with a red marker. that I don't know how they do, it, but All it's
4: not right. bad. All right. Well, thank you for the information. We Are, pre- are you single, by the way? Yes. You are. I am. Do you want. Would you like to come to our Lonely Hearts dinner tonight? We got a spot available. I, I am coming. Oh, okay. Well, great. We'll bring oh. some drugs for Nikki. Oh, Kristen,
10: she's the 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 one who had the boyfriend. cheating husband. Yeah. Oh,
4: you're the cheating husband yeah. lady. Yeah. Okay. okay, well, no, boyfriend,
10: boyfriend, yeah. boyfriend. Okay. yeah, the cheating boyfriend. Yeah, I'm to marry married. I'm not yeah. that
4: stupid. All right, we'll see you tonight. Take care. <laughs> bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. We change
5: Bye-bye. that right now from boyfriend, a husband, a boyfriend. I don't want to get that yeah, wrong. Cheating
4: boyfriend. Change her to Oxycontin, Kristen.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: Oxy Chrissy. Oxynchristian. She Oxy talks Christy. fast. Yeah. I wonder how many people tonight bring Nikki drugs.
5: Don't hmm. bring me drugs. I'm just letting it be known that I had a little issue over the weekend, but I'm better now.
4: Backwink. Back. wink. Don't bring her anything. Right. <laughs> Every day after the show, she walks out to the trash can and meets some guy.
5: No, uh-huh. I don't. I don't even know what the trash can is.
3: Something a drug addict who buys drugs at the trash can might
4: say. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Trying to throw <laughs> us off the scent. Pretty quick. Yeah. I don't know where he. Is. Next thing you know, she's gonna be tricking for drugs. And oh no! No, yeah, Nikki D, the streetwalker in Sacramento. Nope, nope, nope. nope. So Sacramento stands
3: for drugs <laughs> and and something else.
4: <laughs> and D. <laughs> <Yeah>. And D. <laughs> Uh, Anybody seen the (laughs) D? All right, third round of headlines. What do you got? I'm
5: going to tell you what previous wrestler was arrested for murder and what Tiger Woods revealed on Twitter.
4: All right, two big stories from today, your third round of headlines here in a minute. Hang on.
3: Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top
4: All right. third round of headlines, thanks to good guys heating and air. 530. Good air, Nikki D.
5: A former wrestler's wife was found murdered. Age 5 H5. Five.
3: There's a video from his debut in the early 1980s.
7: But I'll take anybody who comes along, eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth.
3: You know, if you grew up watching Portland wrestling in the early eighties, Billy Jack was part of your Saturday night.
4: What the hell was that?
5: That was audio from his old wrestling stuff that he did back in the 80s. Huh. William Albert Haynes Jr., who's wrestled professionally under the name of Billy Jack Haynes, yeah. is being held in an Oregon jail right now. Uh, his wife was found shot in the head. She's 85 years old, he's 70. Somebody that lives in the house with them is saying that his wife had dementia, and so they're kind of alluding to the fact that he may have shot her to kind of put her out of her misery. They're saying that they adored each other, and whatever happened, they don't think it was done with evil intent.
4: Wow, she was 15 years older she than he was. Her.
5: 15 years older than him. Yeah,
4: he's 70. I was a fan. Billy Jack Haynes finishing move was very simple. The full Nelson, and mm-hmm. he always represented uh, Oregon. He had the. He always wore green, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, he was. He was just—he wasn't like your typical wrestler. He was big and he was jacked, but he looked like a normal jacked dude. Mm-hmm. And he was one of very few, if memory serves, that kept the hair on his chest. And mm-hmm. he wore this kind of like uh, this little um, uh, derby hat w- when he go in there. But you know, I tell you, outside the wrestling stuff, if that's the case, and he was doing act what would be what active euthanasia? I guess I believe that's what it's called. Then uh, that brings up a whole other conversation, especially especially in, in Oregon, you know, in those types of states. Because I had a friend that was going to Seattle, Washington, years before he passed. And he had pff, this poor guy had everything that could possibly be wrong. He's a young guy too, a great guy. And he was traveling there because I guess they and this was this was some years ago, legally. I I don't I I don't even want to say it cuz I I don't know for sure but I just remember him traveling to Washington state because of the laws on euthanasia and I don't mm-hmm. know what they are.
5: Yeah there is there are some places and I'm not going to name the places that do have it legally where you can go and do that but I'm pretty sure you can't shoot somebody in the head.
4: No, you can't. You you can't, you yeah. know. Well, why wouldn't you name it? Like I'm very much pro euth- like uh, this is your body, your I'm life. I'm not
5: sure of the places oh, okay. I heard if, if it's accurate or not either. That's why I I'm
4: think that say. we look at that euthanasia thing all wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's your body. If if you're ready to go and you're in pain, it, it's better for you to decide to go out versus having to live and be humiliated like and depending on what your belief is, because if you believe you're going to a better place and I can tell you right now it's got to be better than where we're at right now you know so then take it upon yourself not not I'm not talking about suicide I'm talking about no, no, euthanasia no. there's uh, overseas there's a company that uh, that that produces a pod that you get in this pod and like, you have to sign obviously, all these words. And then you get in and you, you push the button. It's like
5: in New mm-hmm. Zealand or something, I feel like over there and you, somewhere they do that. And it
4: sucks the air, it knocks you out, and then pff, gas, pff, or not gas, but something happens in there. But it's a pod. It's supposed to be, like, real comfy and really... Mm. Can you imagine how scary that'd be? Like walking I couldn't the, do yeah.
5: it. I got I got claustrophobia. <laughs> right. Just,
4: just, just the thought of walking to the pod,
2: right? It's like, <laughs> no. it's like
4: I, can't, I can't do it. I don't want to do I it anymore. I cannot do it. I don't want to do it anymore. Take me back home. I'll just go out that way. I, probably, I don't want to do it anymore. Take my money. <laughs> All right. Second uh, story.
5: Tiger is back and without Nike, H6.
8: Every chance, every challenge... Every setback, every comeback, every time they said I couldn't, every time I showed I could. Everything that's led me here is woven into everything that's next.
5: Tiger Woods released yesterday his new apparel company, Sunday Red, and it's his logo. It's on different type of shirts and hoodies and things like that. He announced a couple months back that he was parting ways with Nike and he has now revealed what he's doing, which is, his own thing.
4: What does the, the logo look cool or
5: what? It looks like a tree to me.
4: I'm sorry, um, it's it?
5: just some little squiggly line things right there. It looks like a little... And Sunday's not tree. one
4: word. It's two words. Like sun, day. Sunday red. So not like the day of the week No, Sunday. no, 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 no. Sun, day, sun, day red. Sunday red, yes. I don't know and what, he's
5: getting ready to go back on the golf course for the first time since he pulled out of the Masters as well.
4: I don't know why he'd get ready. I mean, there must have been something that fell through the cracks with Nike. It but had to be. Like...
5: And I'm not. Do you know, you know,
4: like when you're sponsored by Nike, especially at that level, do you know how much, like you don't even have to work. You can just resell the stuff they give you for free. Yeah. Yep. I've got friends that are sponsored by Nike uh, in the tennis community and I would get all the leftovers nice. and they, they just get boxes sent to them mm-hmm. boxes of, mm-hmm. of like shorts that cost like $80 Yep. that I would never buy. Cause I'm at Kohl's buying them for 25, <laughs> you know, but mm-hmm. these are the good ones.
5: That's what those endorsements get you.
4: I don't know what his problem was. Um, I was going to do something. I want to do something different here. I just read the story on uh, some post-Super Bowl stuff. It, does anybody else find it odd to party with your parents at any age? Or is there an age where it's okay to party with your parents? No,
5: you got to define a party for me.
4: Okay. Well, let's have that conversation okay. because uh, the pictures in the video of Travis Kelsey, uh-huh. uh, it looks kind of inviting. But I think it's kind of weird. And I'll got and i tell you a story about years and years ago, there was a rock star. You would never in a million years guess who this rock star was partying with his parents uh, up in VIP at this club. Never in a million years. Uh, it was just such an odd... And I part and I sat there and drank with him. Okay. And it was just an odd situation. I don't know if that's normal for you or not. If it is, feel free. 916-909-0985. Give us a minute here. Hang on. Hey, welcome back. Appreciate your time. It's... The BS. My name is Jason Bailey. Very frustrated. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Uh, there's Dougie T. Why are you very frustrated? What?
5: you very frustrated?
4: I just, the hypocrisy. It's just, a, uh, you know, it's just. Uh, anyway, 916 909 0985. You know, like when one person says one thing and calls you something that you are and they try to create this narrative of who you are but yet they're in charge of what they're claiming you are. Does that make any sense? No. It mm-hmm. does? One of you? Yeah, make it's, sense? As
3: if, it's as if Bailey, what, like take Bailey, for example, as he's trying to make the argument that you are a degenerate drug addict.
4: Okay. Right, yes, very good. I would mm-hmm. say, Nikki D., you are a degenerate drug dealer mm-hmm. or drug addict. addict. Sorry, that sorry, is, you're not dealing with that. You're an <laughs> addict. Why am I looking at myself twice? Right, <laughs> you're an oh, addict. Just
3: don't look at that.
4: Okay, you're an addict, but then I am telling you that's bad. Uh huh. But I am not only an addict, but I'm a dealer, mm-hmm. and I promote it or I bl- turn a blind eye because I'm too incompetent not to. Oh, okay. you see what I'm saying? Okay, I got that's it. That's what I'm saying. That's what frustrates me. That's what me. Frust- By the way, Happy Radio World Day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such a great business. It's awesome. I can tell you, you should never get into it. Anyway, uh, post Super Bowl stuff. Uh. I was looking at pictures of Travis Kelsey partying in Vegas, and you know who he's partying with not only Taylor Tay-Tay, but he's partying with his parents. Yes, I saw that too. So, like, at first I'm going weird. That's kind of weird. You're, part- I mean, you are Travis Kelsey. Just won back to back Super Bowls. You're in Vegas. You're partying. You're having a good time. You could be a degenerate, but you're partying with your parents. And then I and I was like, that's kind of weird. And then I was like, no, that's maybe that's pretty cool. Maybe that's the new thing.
5: Is it new though? Because it's it's something that I think has been happening. I didn't really see it much, kind of until I came in in this group of things. And uh, our old friend Nate, I saw him partying with his parents. That's the first time I like saw that up close and personal. I was like,
4: oh okay. So I think first you got to check the boxes. Are your parents cool? Yeah, I guess. So. Right? You know. I think the the as the generations have gone on, starting with the tail end of Gen Xers, which would be me, right, We're more understanding and accepting to what we're partying. And, and and matter of fact, like I would rather, you know like with my daughter, my daughter's not a big party girl, but she's getting ready to go off to the University of Alabama. She's going to be a sorority girl. They actually have in their sorority nights, were or like party nights where the parents are invited too. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah.
5: You were thinking about going?
4: Oh no, I am going. Oh, you are oh going. My. Oh, God. there's going to be a lot of miles traveled. I'm actually even thinking about buying a place over there. So there's going to be a lot of miles traveled back and forth for me.
5: Wow. Yeah, I want to I you mean You want to go to a, a sorority
4: party? My bit I used I used to do it all the time. I bet you did used to do it
2: all the time when you were of the
4: age to do that. But here, but what my point is is like that's that's something that uh, at least me growing up wasn't even an option. You know that that wasn't part of your relationship with your parents. No, the party stuff was reserved for your friends. Mm -hmm. But now I think it's different.
5: I think it's I think it's different, kind of depending on, like you said, your parents and a little bit of the culture too. Because like with my dad. I mean I can be around him now and, and I still don't really drink around him like that. A little bit here and there. I still have that reserved feeling of I can't party with my parents. I don't curse around my parents. Yeah. Like I don't do any of that stuff. Like I don't feel comfortable. I'm but the same again, way. then there are friends my age that I've seen full fledged partying with their parents. Mm-hmm. They're drinking, falling over, drunk, cursing. They smoke together. Like it's weird to me. I can't do it.
4: I still hide dipping from my mother. <laughs> she, the first time we talked about me being a dipper was after I did the paper towels bit on this show. Mm. Just oh. the other week.
5: Oh, so she didn't know?
4: <sighs> well, she, I think she knew. She's not stupid. I think she knew, but we never discussed it. And you don't mm-hmm. do it around and her. And I don't do it around her. It's
5: the respect thing that, that was important embedded in me like my mom she will freak out if i talk anything crazy like sometimes me and my girlfriends would go over her house when she'd have little things and just us having girl talk with my mom freaks her out so
4: i can't do it
2: Mm -mm, mm -mm. 98 rockets
4: the bs what's your name i don't have a phone screener so you got to tell me what your name is and why you're calling okay so there you go that's going to happen a lot here.
3: Yeah, see, my dad's, like, one of my biggest hype men in in that regard. Like, when it's time, like, if we were going to party, if I was still drinking, I'd go to over to his house for any of the parties that we have, and we'd get into some shots, and we'd have a good old time, and he'd be laughing at the stuff I was saying. And I think what he does is pretends I'm not his kid for a little while so that he can laugh at it. He's not, like, embarrassed by my actions.
4: Would you Eiffel Tower with your dad? Ooh. I think I might. That's weird. That's weird. I think
3: I could Eiffel see Towers? us in a I could see us in a position. Not now, he's married, so no. Would but, you
4: Eiffel Tower with his wife? No. No, 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 no.
3: Definitely not. Uh, no, that Eiffel Tower, that's for some rand—that's for some random chick we meet in Vegas because we went out to party, right? Uh,
4: well, I don't know. I, I, I don't have a dad, so I, I couldn't tell you.
3: <laughs> I'd have to be but, wasted.
4: But, I wouldn't like be looking for it. But if I did, I wouldn't do it. Again, I subscribe to the old school theory. It's old
5: school. I, I couldn't do it. Like I, I remember my daughter's father. We went to my family's for Thanksgiving this particular year and then his family's for Christmas, and it was night and day. Like, we were at my family's house. There was no smoking, no drinking. We were playing board games and card games. Then we went to his family's house, complete opposite. It was just wild.
4: That's why I, it was always tough for me to have relationships uh, growing up because the girls that I would date for a long period of time, they had great families. Mm-hmm. I needed to, like, the, the women that I were was able to stay in a relationship with for a long period of time had to have a dysfunctional family. Like, my wife's family, dysfunctional. My family, dysfunctional. So these girls that I dated, like in college, for example, that I went out with for a year or two years, which is a long time, you know, in those at that age, I would go to, the, like, they. hey, you don't have anywhere to go for Christmas. You want to come home with me? No. Why not? It's great. You know, We'll get my mom will buy you presents. Oh, no. It's, it's going to make me feel uncomfortable. So I would, you know, get peer pressured into going because uh-huh. I didn't want to. And I would go, and it was like this cool fairy tale world and i felt so uncomfortable i didn't know how to act and i would end up breaking up with them because of that
5: oh so it's not something you said or did that her family didn't like you. no you no. just didn't like the the feeling of being around no
4: them. i mean for the most part i think they all really liked me i was the one that had to cut it off because it was too perfect wow i wasn't used to that i didn't know what it was it just made me feel so uncomfortable if there wasn't conflict and dysfunction. You know, you can't spell families without lies, right? So without oh, those wow. without those things, I would just always feel uncomfortable. When
5: will lee lie up? Yep. You're right. Well, You're yeah, absolutely I, right. I, I did did just, you
3: really like? It's
5: a whole. <laughs> you last... had
3: to break it down. It's like you <laughs> don't did. even have to rearrange anything. <laughs> I did.
4: That was good. Oh, so there isn't a why. Are you? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that becomes an I E. Got it. So here, here's here's what what I teased before break the rock star that never in a million years. You would think at th- maybe now be different because so many years have passed, but at that time, never in a million years would you think that Trent Reznor partied with his parents. Right. Trent well, Reznor of Nine Inch Nails, now a famous movie scorer, you know, an amazingly creative man. Uh, but when you think of Nine Inch Nails and you think of those days and Bang Me Like an Animal and mm-hmm. uh, a Perfect Drug and all those, you know, you think of that industrial rock music you think of a, a a hardcore rock guy that's going out as a degenerate. So I'm at this club in Orlando. It's called Taboo. And I'm up in the VIP section. And I'm not bragging about it. it's no big deal, but I was just where I was at. And I'm sitting there and I look over and I see Trent Reznor. And uh, I mean this was probably like late 90s. And I look over and I see Trent Reznor and he's wearing khaki like khakis and a blue shirt. Like look like he's going to catholic school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I was like, well, and he was in the table, like right behind me. And I was like, well, I gotta go say hi or something. It was pre-cell phone, no pictures or anything like that. So I walk over and I said, "I'm oh, Mr. Reznor, How you doing? My name is blah blah blah. I do radio blah blah." He's like, "Hey, how are you? Nice to meet you." And he he pawned me off. He goes, "You know, hey, I'm going to go grab a drink. I'll be back, but you're more than welcome to hang out at the table with us." I was like, "Thank you. That's very very nice." And I believe he was with his wife or girlfriend, a beautiful woman. And he goes, "Well, let me introduce you to my parents." I said, Ooh. "What?" I'm like is this the right Trent Reznor? You know, it just doesn't make <laughs> uh-huh. sense. So he introduces me to his parents and I'm sitting there uh, he was, he was pawning me off because he didn't want to talk to me anymore. I knew what he was doing, but I'm like, okay, well I'll take Trent Reznor's parents. That's cool. Right. So I ended up hanging there the rest of the, I mean, I think they got sick of me after a while too, but I was sitting there going, this is kind of cool. I mean, the club and VIP and been drinking and <laughs> with Trent Reznor's parents. parents. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. But, but again, to my point of the the odd feeling is that you, it was just when I, you know, I'm 48, almost 49 years old. Maybe again, it's a generational thing. You know, guys, I always like talking to generations and the difference of, but the idea was that it was partying here, parents here, bad stuff you did here, parents here. It was this great divide You kept it separate. You kept it separate.
5: Is it that the parents of some of these famous people now are their managers? Like, is Taylor's mom her manager or anything at all?
4: No, her brother, I believe, is her manager. Oh, because I saw- Because he also manages Def Leppard, I believe.
5: Yeah, I saw that at that Ashanti concert we went to here. Her mom was traveling around with her
4: on her whole tour. But but I think the managers of these artists, uh, they- they, they 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 manage up to the point where the party comes, and then someone else takes over. So there's somebody else that's kind of their handler,
2: uh-huh. mm. and
4: they're like, "Okay, I'm going to bed now." And they go to bed, and they're like, "I'm giving you the chainsaw," you know. And then you know they always have like some goofy name, and then they give them to the handler, and their handler takes them to the club and stuff.
5: Oh, could be, but, but I saw her in some of the party pictures. So,
4: but you look at Travis Kelsey and his parents. Like his parents are in this little booth having a beer, straight up beer, nothing fancy. They're not dressed like they're at, you know, need to impress anybody. We're in a Chiefs jacket, you know, a puffer, and they're just hanging out. And that's our kid up there in the DJ booth with the but sunglasses.
5: He, but he also looked happy to party with his parents. The video that Taylor posted, she wasn't happy to party with her parents. Her parents were like there. A, her parents were there. In Vegas? Yes. She posted a video really? with her mom and dad next to her in the club. She was like, I bet bring you your stiff. parents. She put, she put, bring your parents. They said, party with them. It'll be fun. And then she shows her mom and dad drinking. And then she shows a video of herself and she's like, "Ugh, like this isn't huh. fun. See, I the, shouldn't have done this.
4: The, the mindset that I have is the kids that are the young adults, I should say, not adults. When you get to be an adult, it's a little bit different. But when you're in that degenerate stage of your life and you party with your parents, that was the dirty kid and the dirty parents. Right, it was mm-hmm. the, like, let's go over to Jeremy's house. His mom lets us drink.
5: Because she doesn't care. We can do whatever we want.
4: Jeremy's mom walks around with her panties on. Let's go to Jeremy's. She was the, like, dirty mom. hmm You know, and it was fun for, like, a Friday, but it wasn't fun all the time. Nope. Uh, now it's a little bit different. It's like, yeah, you can have a beer just as long as you stay here and let me have your keys. And Because now parents
5: want to be friends with their kids. That's mm-hmm. what things have moved to. Is so- that good
4: or bad? I
5: think it's bad. It's horrible. It's it's the reason why I don't talk to my older sister right now because she took the approach of wanting to be friends with these kids so they go to her house because they can do whatever they want. And her mindset and motto is, well, I'd rather them do it here where I can see them versus be out at someone else's house and do it. I'm like, that's the dumbest thing ever.
4: Well, you know, you're mocking right now. Who? My wife. Oh, well, yeah, because that's, that's what how
5: she thinks. I don't agree with
4: that's that. That's what that's what that's that's righteous theory, too. Mm-mm. And I got to tell you, I had your mindset at the very beginning of this whole thing. And uh, I still do to an extent uh, to a very big extent. But there is something to be said about controlling the narrative.
5: You can hang out at my house. I'd rather you guys hang around over here, spend the weekend over here. But I'm not going to have you in my house doing things. That I would not allow you to do if I knew you were doing them. So you're not going to sit in here and drink. I'm not going to let you come in here and have sex. I'm not going to let you come in here and smoke weed. I'm not doing it. I refuse to do that. And that's what my sister subscribes
4: to. What's the worst thing you've done in front of your mother?
5: Probably told her about my giving of things to men. She didn't like it. Oh, yeah. Like, like oral. Yeah. Rocking the mic. That's what we called it. Rocking the mic. She flipped oh, out. Oh, that's she good. She flipped out when we had that conversation. So that's how I know, even with her, we can only go so far. Like, we can drink some wine and stuff. That's fine. But you start talking, girl talk. How did with that her, come she up? She loses it. Oh, because we were watching a movie. And in the movie. You're like, oh, I'm better than she is. No, we, oh no, 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 no. We were watching a movie and the were guy said, I think it's um, <laughs> Best Man Holiday. Oh, gotcha. And he's like, oh, you got to rock the Blow. mic. And my stepdad made some kind of comment and my mom rolls her eyes. So we're like, why you do that? So when he leaves, we're like, why you rolled your eyes at him? She's like, oh, he's just running his mouth. He knows I don't do that. And we're like,
4: what?
5: So we start telling her all the stuff we're doing. She's like, I don't want to hear this. You girls are nasty. Uh-huh. So she gets all mad at us, so we have to stop talking to her.
4: You're like, that's why they call me Oral D. <laughs> Oral D. <laughs> you know, it's we- it's, it, gets, it gets even more, it gets real weird when uh-huh. your mother fires back and goes, well, you know your father really liked it like this. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, nah, my
5: dad's already told me way too much. Like, he's a lot more open than my mom, so I, he tells me things I don't want to know.
4: I, when I was a kid, I was, uh, I was big on spying on adults' conversations. Like, it was... <laughs> It was like the thrill. I mean, I'm talking like eight, nine years old. It was the thrill of sneaking around the corner,
5: right? Because at that time, you had to be in your room. You could not. hear yeah. where adults
4: were talking. So I knew if I snuck out, like I knew when the action was happening downstairs. <laughs> so it's like, all right, going to bed now. <laughs> and then I would stick around, and I would and I would spy, and I would because I wanted to know everything. I had to know everything. I mean, I know shocker, right? And I remember listening, uh, I guess I was probably like 11 or 12 years old. No, I was a little bit older. I was. This was the second stepdad. And and I, my mother was having a conversation with someone. I don't know who it was. And she said, you know, she was comparing the first stepdad and the second stepdad. And she said, well, at least the second, oh, God, my mom's listening right now. She, I've never told her this. She goes, uh, at least the second stepdad will still have sex with me when he's mad at me.
2: Oh!
5: <laughs> Ooh. 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 What happens when you sneak Ooh. around and listen?
4: Yeah, Fafo, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know, it's, it was uh, you know, and then you know, again sneaking around the house and you hear it happening mm-hmm. through the door, and you're like, <laughs> you know, it's like, why do you put yourself <laughs> through these things, little <laughs> baby Jay? Yeah, what are you? Bad. What are you doing? You know. Uh, um, so, anyway, I, I, maybe it's a new thing. Because Travis Kelsey's what, late 20s? I mean, no, 34. Is he thirty? 34?
3: Mm-hmm. He and Taylor are both 34, which makes Jason got to be close to, what, 38? Jason. His Jason older brother. Kelsey? Yeah. Oh, Jason Kelsey. Yeah, I didn't
4: know you guys mm-hmm. were tight like that.
3: Oh, excuse yeah. me. Mr. <laughs> Jason Kelsey, former... Philadelphia
4: Eagle. All right, so you and I same boat. Yes, with with not partying with the parents. It's weird, Mm-mm, right? It's weird. I'm not Still doing to this it. day, I mean, you're not gonna no pop if, pills. If I'm
5: at my dad's house and they, they, I have some wine or something, but no, we're not gonna go to a club and hang out. Negative. Even
4: with your newly uh, new drug problem, you're not gonna pop pills. I in front don't of- have <laughs> a drug problem,
5: but my dad gave me pills when I was home, so he mm. he's fine with that.
4: So you do drugs in front of your father? It's not drugs. With- he gave
5: me allergy pills. No.
4: Oh your dad's. But he'd give me a pain allergy. pill if I needed it. Your dad's the biggest Zyrtec dealer on the East Coast. <laughs>
5: <Right>. <laughs> he gave me a brand new unsealed bottle.
4: Gotcha. So I'm, I'm with you. Like, kind of weird. Yes. You know, I mean, I'll have a drink with yeah. my mother. Yes. But I don't. Dip. One.
5: I won't be drunk. I won't fall around. I won't do none of that. I won't
4: cuss. I try. Nope, I well, don't curse. I, I try not to cuss. Let's just put it that way.
5: I don't curse at all in front of my dad, in front of my mom, in front of my grandparents. Won't do it. Definitely
4: like. don't talk about sexy times. Well, no. Yeah.
5: I try it with my mom. It doesn't work.
4: I think it's a little bit different for with women than it is mm-hmm. for a guy to mom, just in my opinion. Now, Nelson, on the other hand, he's free balling it. He's mm-hmm. going to Eiffel Tower with his dad.
3: Yeah. If it came up, I'm, I mean, I can't say that I would say outright no. You know what I mean? I'm not looking for it, but stuff gets wild when you're a Nelson, man. You'd get high with your dad. Uh, I think I would only because I didn't get a chance to get high with my mother. That's like some line in the sand she drew. He's never smoked pot, and I really believe him when he says that.
4: So, like, I- I'm not a big weed guy, so uh, mm-hmm. I know it's a very ritualistic, you know, mm-hmm. 420, obviously, i.e. Sure. So, that's a thing for the diehard pot smokers is to smoke. I've had people go, I need to smoke with you. And mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. yep, yep, yep. I'm like, why? And like, just because I need to.
3: Yeah, you want to add it to the, the roster of people that you've uh, shared with.
5: Yeah. No, it was embarrassing the one time that I got high and I had to call my mother because I was stuck on the side of the road. Most embarrassing day of my life.
3: You're really bad at just drugs and alcohol, and I would say stay away from them. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. you're bad at drugs. I do. You're really <laughs> bad at it. Nelson
4: good at drugs.
3: <laughs> yeah, so I'm good horrible. At it. It's like a superpower.
4: It's not a bad thing, by the way. Oh, I know. Right. No, and it you makes know what, me a super villain. And we appreciate you trying. Thank you. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm done. All right. One spot left for tonight's Lonely Arts dinner. If you want in, you got nobody to spend Valentine's Day with and you're available tonight, 630. Uh, we'll take it. 916-909-0985. Uh there's a rock and roll all fame nominee that we mentioned yesterday that has some choice words for the hall. After getting the amazing honor of being nominated. I'll tell you who that is and what they said here next. Hang on. All right, looking through the roster for tonight's uh, Lonely Hearts dinner at Bennett's in Roseville. It's a good one. A lot of single individuals going to take part in our uh, event tonight. Yep. We have Red Hair Freckle Mary, Just Once a Man Andrea, Stuttering Ray, Plus Size Kendall, ladies Searching Lacey, Stud Stephanie, I got cheated on Kristen, uh, widow Jason, mm-hmm. divorced Sean, divorced James, call him DJ.
5: <laughs> DJ, I like that.
4: Homeless Tyler driving around in his Dodge caliber. Just
5: trying to find somewhere warm to sleep. Yeah, it's
4: all, just looking <laughs> for a it. meal and a bed. That's it. Uh, 60 and single Helen, and then open to it all Andrea.
5: And Helen says she's not going to give Tyler no play, but then she said she had a twin bed in her room right so it's like next to her bed so tyler
4: you might have a chance with her where's uh don't give up where's the inf- hold on no that's the station promotions binder Yours it's not going right to be in there, there. Uh, hold on. <laughs> <Let> me... <laughs> so i want to look through the menu here uh where's the menu all you need is meatloaf man oh that's right we do have the meatloaf mm, the meatloaf look, i remember
5: For hearing that the salmon they're gonna have that yeah mm. the salmon
4: this is a main course uh the lasagna, barbecue ribs and chicken, the tempura shrimp, spicy mm, chicken yep. and cheese flautas, chocolate layer cake, cookies. You know, this is gonna be a good time tonight. So good, yes. Very very excited, and everybody will get the uh, the the prize packs that we're bringing. We're bringing those, mm-hmm. and uh, we also have the grand prize of the the soft wave neck lift from Enjoy Health and Aesthetics. It's
5: going to be a great prize. And if one of you men win it and want to give it to me, I'll accept it.
4: Well, you're still looking for a date, right? You're still looking yeah, for somebody to date with. One of my dates was
5: supposed to show up. Two guys called, said they wanted to come and date with me. Neither one of them called in to talk about it, so we'll see if they just show up randomly. And if they do, they better show up with some flowers.
4: What? Wow, you're getting bossy.
5: I want flowers. Oh, let me ask it's
4: Valentine's you. Valentine's Day. Okay, so let me ask you this. So we uh, we were at uh, we we're doing some shopping at Sam's Club. Me, my wife, and my daughter. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, Sam's Club's got some good flowers. They do. I went there yesterday. <laughs> strong, strong. Okay, so you saw yes. them, right? Yes. And we were there on Friday because mm-hmm. we were getting a brisket and stuff for the, for the, our Super Bowl party. And I said, because uh, you don't want to go, you don't go to Sam's Club for one thing.
5: No, you always got to get multiple things. Right,
4: multiple things. So I said to my wife, I said, can I just throw some of these flowers in the cart now and just pretend like it's... Valentine's Day. Because, <laughs> like, we're here. You can just get them. And she's like, I don't care. But she cares, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. She does I mean, unless... I didn't do it, but...
5: Unless she did. We'll just run a book back over there and grab them. And they were cheap, too. Well, that's why I, I was like,
4: we're going to go to the car, and I'm going to pretend like I go to the bath, Just play along. Yeah. And then I'm going to put them in the back, like the bed of my truck, so you don't see them.
6: <laughs> I was like, they were that good.
4: Like, they were. They were really strong. They are strong, so... Uh, we had told you about the new nominees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It seems like uh, every month there's nominees, but this year they had Mary J. Blige, Mariah Carey, Cher, Dave Matthews, uh, Eric B., and how would you say it? Rakim? Rakim. R- Rakim?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Got to make mm-hmm. it difficult. Can't just do it normal. Foreigner, it's Rakim. Put P- some respect on his name. Peter Frampton, Jane's Addiction, Cool in the Gang, Kravitz, Sinead O'Connor for whatever reason, Ozzy Osbourne, Sade, right? Sade. 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 And a tribe called Quest and Oasis. So somebody on X went and asked uh, Liam Gallagher, you know, about the nomination and what he thought. Obviously knowing what you're going to get in return. Mm -hmm. And so he says, uh, uh, F the Hall of Fame. F F the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's full of bumbleclarts, which is Jamaican derogatory term that literally, literally means ass cloth. Which Bumba is Bamba cloth? Bamba cloth? Bamba cloth, man! Bamba
5: cloth. Ask
4: Bamba cloth if "ass cloth" is such a great term. I am going mm-hmm. to start using "ass cloth." Is Why great. is he so angry? He's he's a rock guy. He's just he's angry. he's he's like the last of the rock star, you know. So
5: is he really mad about getting the award, or he's just living some kind of gimmick, as you call it, or he's he just really doesn't care that no, he's nominated? No. He doesn't feel like it's an honor.
4: No, he hates he hates literally everything. Oh, yes. okay, yeah, including his own brother.
3: Okay. Right. Yeah. And he, their success.
4: He hates their success. I'm surprised he's still alive. Okay. Right. Makes sense. You know. Just and yet, still plays music. And still, like. pl- yeah, it still plays music. It still writes music. And yeah, it's it's. <laughs> very, he
5: likes music, but nothing else.
4: It's very odd, and, and you wonder why. You know, like at least like the the Robinson brothers were able to get it get it together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, and they were the other siblings that had a rivalry, right? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And so this is the last of of the heat with the the Oasis boys.
5: So they're not going to come together to accept this award then.
4: No. no. So okay. So then he goes on, continues and says, "Don't waste your time." Uh, as much as it's appreciated, it's all a load of bollocks. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. He's British, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Uh And then the front man uh, said he was secure in his rock and roll bona fides. Telling another fan, I don't need some wank award from some geriatric in a cowboy hat. <laughs> However, asked if he would pull a sex pistols and skip the ceremony if inducted, Gallagher said, I couldn't think of anything worse. So, but that's rock and roll, man. Right? Yep. That's 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 pretty rock he and roll. You couldn't
5: think of anything worse than going or skipping. Going. Oh, okay.
4: No, no, no. He <laughs> he won't show up. No, well, don't vote for him. Nobody <laughs> vote for him. His brother would show up. You know, and his brother would be appreciative, but he just doesn't believe in any of it. Right. You know, but that's what rock and roll used to then be. Then what are you
5: doing music
4: for? I, I, that's a great question. Right.
5: you. <laughs> <he, laughs> <that's, laughs> you don't believe in any of the awards, well, the accolades, well, let me the, ask you, the do you, titles. Why do
4: you do radio? Do you do radio to get into the Radio Hall of Fame?
5: I mm. hope that I get in there one day. Absolutely. You won't. Well, I still would hope for it, though. If but they called me tomorrow here? and said, you're going to be in a, the Radio Hall of Fame, I'm not going to be like, oh, screw that. That's not why I do this. Like, I'm going to be like, oh, my God, that's
4: great. Yeah, but but is that why you're in radio? It's no, you... I didn't
5: know one existed. But when I found out about it, I want, I want to be in it. Right now?
4: Is this when you found out about it?
5: <laughs> no, I found out a couple oh. years ago.
4: Mm. I don't know if there's been a radio guy that's you know because all all the radio you know radio people are douchey right so mm-hmm. like you give us an award I mean we'll jump through hoops of fire <laughs> I don't think Howard showed up
3: though did he No he sure didn't Yeah
4: and like yeah. Howard's the last of the rebellious because he doesn't need the money Like no,
3: and Howard always goes on the air and rails against their their Hall of Fame anyway and trashes it and
4: Well he when he inducted he's uh, you know he's really good friends with John Bon Jovi and he inducted mm-hmm. him to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, they had the edited version, but his speech went for like an hour. And an hour? he just, Yes. He just ripped the rock and roll all of fame and the guys in charge mm-hmm. of it.
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't cut his mic off and turn the music on and get him off stage? No, so, mm-hmm.
4: you know, edit it down. They just they edited it down for, I guess, HBO at the time. I don't know what it's on now. Well,
3: and didn't he do all of Wanted Dead or Alive? Like it was one of their longest songs, and he recited it like word for word, like it was a poem. <laughs> oh
4: my god! Like just six minutes of Bon
3: Jovi lyrics with no music behind him.
4: <laughs> yeah. You know, so anyway, so if you uh, are an Oasis fan, and they do make it into the Hall of Fame, uh, you know, they will.
5: The Angry Brother won't be there.
4: Yeah, I mean, out of the out of the true rock bands on here, um, I mean, obviously as far as bands go, I mean, I'm not talking about solo artists, you know, solo artists, you have Ozzy and Frampton and, you know, Frampton without a doubt. Should Which be how there.
3: Frampton's not in the hall yet is amazing. You know, you've got,
4: so Jane's Addiction, Jane's Addiction, Farner and Oasis. Those are the rock bands, mm-hmm. you know, Ozzy Kravitz, uh, are the rock artists are the guys Dave Matthews, as much as of a Dave fan as I am, you know, they're not a rock band. They're a mm-hmm. jam band. Sure. You know they're they're like the the Grateful Dead without as much gratefulness rock, as much. Yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, <laughs> and yeah. not, i I can't stand the Grateful Dead. But then everybody else is you know not rock, but they're they're talented artists outside of Sinead O'Connor. I don't even know why she's on there. It's, because she died. Yeah, that's right. That's because she, that's that's how you get into these things. That's right. it. See, there you Me? go. You want to be in it? I agree. No, Don't, I'm not going to die. die. No, not no, that bad. keep not taking die. your drugs. Keep taking your drugs. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're so stupid. Keep taking your drugs. I'll, I'll, I'll vote for you. <laughs> I wouldn't yes. vote for you right now.
2: Yes, you would. I would. I, I'm not. I'm not
4: happy with your uh, progress so far. But you die, I'm happy.
5: <laughs>
4: All right. Fourth and final round of headlines. What do you got?
5: I want to tell you how Taylor Swift impacted the Super Bowl and where several UFO sightings went down recently.
4: All right. Get your fourth and final round of headlines. Last minute calls, comments, concerns. Nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. Text machine, all that good stuff. We'll do that here before we get out uh, for a Tuesday here in a minute. Hang on.
0: Standby for news. <laughs> time for today's top two. Headlines, Extra, extra, read, the body,
9: X to X to read
3: the Headlines.
4: I guess it's done, Nikki D, so oh, don't okay, worry about that. that. Got it. <clears throat> all right, fourth and final round of headlines. Thanks to good guys. Heating and air. Goodguysheatingcooling.com. Go ahead.
5: The Taylor Tally is in. H7.
10: It does not get any bigger than Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl 2024. But the impact of this pop culture sports crossover may have ripple effects for decades on the NFL and on families. A Reddit user tracked
5: the pop stars cameos for the big game. So a lot of people have been complaining throughout this uh, NFL season. They're tired of seeing the cameras paying to Taylor Swift, paying to Taylor Swift, pan to Taylor Swift. Well, according to this Reddit user, she was shown less than 1% during the Super Bowl time. She tallied it up. She had it. She had 12 appearances, which totaled 54 seconds of the game.
4: That's not even a $7 million commercial. Nope, nope. not at all. But that's still almost a $7 million commercial. It's right. A Taylor Swift. That's a lot of hair. T- I mean. In the whole scheme of things, it's not a lot of airtime, but in the whole scheme of things, it's a lot of airtime, right? <laughs> you know, compared to anybody else that uh, got uh, on camera.
5: Yeah, and they're saying there's several celebrities that they never even showed on camera, one of them being the Kardashian Suite. I was
4: ju- so the Kardashian Suite looked like an insurance seminar. It did. So boring. <laughs> you know, you're getting old when nobody's having a good time in your suite at the Super Bowl. Yes. And nobody's paying any attention to you. Yes. Mm-hmm.
5: And then there's this uh, other, she used to be a radio girl, but now she does her own thing. She's getting beat up on Instagram because she put up a video. Um, she was in front of Mayweather's suite, and she's like, I got better seats than Mayweather. And everybody's like, you're stupid. He's in a suite, and you're <laughs> not. They're, like, beating her up on Instagram for that. Wow. <laughs> but his suite was lit, lit, too. But I didn't see them paying to him during the game. I probably missed it, but, yeah, his suite looked like it was fun. Hey,
4: you you know. So people that were there, like the celebrities that were there, you didn't realize it until you found out how many were Chiefs fan on the field afterwards. And I can only imagining imagine the marketing and the the teams that have to put that together for these. You know, they're paying. There's no doubt the celebrities are paying. But yeah,
5: Mayweather said he paid a million dollars for his suite.
4: Not a big deal. Not you know to him. right? They no. they pay just to be a part of the process. Uh, but to get out on the field, you'd have to have uh, credentials.
5: Yeah, because I saw Jay Z out there.
4: Paul Rudd was out there I mean they were all out there you yep. know so um you know that's and then you see just like normal people walking around and like absolutely it's just it's a very interesting, interesting thing.
5: I think those people were probably, like, related to players, but players that who we have no idea who they are that's, like, on the bench. I think it was, like, their family it's members. It's my second probably. cousin.
2: Yeah. Jerome.
4: <laughs> you know? <laughs> you met him on your first tour. Yeah. That's who was out 89. there. 89. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's big now. He's 40. Yeah. <laughs> that's who those people were, I'm sure. <laughs> or they'll come up and be like, hey, it's Jerome. Remember? Mention 89. <laughs> my brother. Yeah, my, No, he's Yeah, he's dead now, but yeah. yeah. Your mom, she told me you're playing. You yeah,
5: she got me in here.
4: My mom said you're going to be on the field afterwards. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? You go you want you want to the win afterwards? Okay. You mind if I tag along.
2: <laughs> I mean, let's
4: do it for let's do it for my brother. Respect. Okay? Cool? All right, man. Thanks. Cool. For my brother. Got a place? Can change at your place by any chance? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Any girls with you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I left my wallet at the shelter. Can you, you got any cash for me? (laughs) (laughs) All right, second
3: headline.
5: Aliens are back, but they're in the UK, H8.
3: It's not a satellite and it's not a
4: meteor. All baffling pilots mid-flight. I don't know what the uh, common denominator is, but it's always at the bottom of the Big Dipper. Mm. So there's a a
5: major British airport that has become the UFO hotspot. In the past six years, they are reporting 27 sightings. And they're saying it's a big black type of craft. It's coming in close to the planes. Some pilots are saying they actually have to dodge whatever type of craft there is. So there's this guy over there, Nick Pope, who wants the government to look into things and they wanna have a hearing like we did over here in the US to discuss what these UFOs are and get everything out in the open. So now we're gonna see if it happens and we might be watching some uh British UK stuff be
4: well spilled out. You know why this is happening? Why? Is because the uh the you know the big difference between the UFOs here and there. No. Their UFOs fly on the left side of the air.
2: Ah uh,
4: So <laughs> we're flying When we go over there on the right side, (laughs) and normally, like here, we would just pass them. We wouldn't think twice. Right. Mm. But now we're having near collisions. Jesus. Because
5: UFOs are flying wrong. They're flying on the wrong side of the air. (laughs) Because they were over here first. Correct. Oh, that makes sense.
4: Yeah. They were
5: over here. Now they're over there in the UK.
4: That's right. And then they they find out when they actually see the aliens. The second issue is the teeth. Right. They have bad alien. British uh, aliens have bad teeth it's crazy <laughs> are they they're british drawn. aliens <laughs> they're drawn to the halitosis yeah <laughs> they're british aliens
5: well i'm curious to see if they start having hearings. gonna watch those too i'm all gonna right. hear what everybody has to say around the
4: world all right so uh, we'll see it tonight uh, for those that are part of our lonely hearts uh, dinner at bennett's restaurant in roseville it's eureka road we'll reach out to you Nikki will reach out to you today just to double check i know a couple of people have called they're like we're still going i'm like yeah listen to the show we're still going Everything's fine. Uh, you got anything on the text machine? I do.
5: <laughs> Ed, Ed, and Eddie is Cartoon Network. Darkwing, Duck, and Kim Possible are Disney. As a mm-hmm. 90s adult, those shows are golden. Thank you. Who you got to write that, Nelson? I'm
3: Thank you. Is, it a, is it a 402 area code? <laughs> Nelson's not a 90s adult, though.
5: He's not. Yeah. I mean, I,
3: no, I didn't become a legal adult until 2000. There you go. See? All right.
5: I'm a nurse. Tramadol is a synthetic opiate and can cause fast heart rate and anxiety. <gasps> so it's fake. It's not even real.
4: You're a fake. That's why
5: I almost died. No, it's just you're just not good at taking oh drugs.
3: You can't like get past the initial anxiety.
5: You're a bad
4: drug taker.
3: Yeah, which is something to be <gasps> proud of.
5: No, I don't want to be proud of that. Um, it's legal here in California. It's called Death with Dignity Law.
3: Euthanasia. Wow.
4: Really?
5: That's what someone wrote on the sex machine. We
3: should have more of those
4: on the books. got to
5: look that up. Death with dignity law. Sounds like a
4: California thing. It's a very, you know, kind of loose law. the euthanasia stuff.
5: Uh, there, oh, sorry. These are the different parenting changes between the two big generations right now. Talking about partying with your parents. I agree. And I agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. These p- parents now want to be friends real bad with these kids.
4: All right. Let's get out of here. Uh, you got anything else? Just you in general?
5: Yeah, I'm not your little
3: friend.
4: Not your little but friend. what I tell
5: my daughter all the time. And that's L-I-L. L-I-L.
4: L-I-L. Heavy, Heavy on the little. That's her. No rap. D on that one either. Little friend.
5: Heavy on the
3: little.
4: Rap and R&B name. Little friend. <laughs> <laughs> all
6: right,
3: Nelson. Yeah, I just want to send a virtual high five out to my dad, you know? Maybe two of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Doug.
6: Have a good time at Bennett's tonight. All right, Doug. Thank, Thank you, Doug. you very much.
4: Uh, give us a like, share, follow on social. Media. Listen to the BS uh, on the YouTube at The Bailey Show. Uh, Mickey is up next. Enjoy. 3 o'clock, my poker buddy, Abe Cannon, in his program. Uh, have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. If all goes well, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 6. Ah, bye.
1: That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment. I'm not listening, not anymore.
6: The B.S.